It's the Blackout. What's up? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, it's the Blackout. Ho, 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 y'all. It's the holiday season. And we're talking about all kinds of fun stuff today, including how your Thanksgiving and Black Friday weekend went. Uh, if you were trapped in a business with people for more than seven days, which type of business would you be trapped in? What's the funniest Black Buddy movie that you've ever seen between a group of four hilarious movies? All this, should they make a white coffee, no shook, no black, no, no non-cream, I don't know what you call it, a white coffee song, like the black coffee song from back in the day? All this, some voicemails, and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. up welcome back welcome back and welcome back again i did not pause between that intro and this intro this beginning whatever welcome back to the hashtag blackout podcast episode 203 i'm jared what up people i'm jay and we are backing at it again back in the up place at this to be mama jamma yeah how you doing today cuz i'm good man long feels like a long long weekend dude mm-hmm. even though it's sunday you know spent yeah. all day at a karate tournament yesterday that was fun oh they did it they was out they, there cracking heads yeah cracking heads in the stands because they didn't want to do oh, it oh come on they did man. not want to do it and crazy thing is ran into like a couple of the parent the the other parents and you know mm-hmm. senseis and stuff like that and it's like they should have got it they should have went in here they would have got gold if they would have yeah. if they would have you know, participating in their, their age group, but it's whatever. It's whatever. They they know what it's like. So next time, if they want to do it or not, I'm signing them up for it. They gonna, they gonna yeah. get in there and uh and get up in that ring and do their thing. Yeah. So, but it was cool. Uh, man. It was yeah. Cool. Well, they, what did they think? Like, did they? Okay. So for for everyone's uh, info uh, that uh, hasn't heard or didn't listen to the episode, we talked about it. Uh, Jay's kids are you know young budding kung fu masters little mini blue bruce leroy's coming up in the game uh and yeah they had a karate tournament that was supposed to be over this weekend this weekend and uh they were debating if they wanted to compete or not mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah so so what uh how'd Ner- that go down nerves are still man so you know they they uh <laughs> They they were just scared. Just plain and simple. They were just scared. Eight eight and eleven yeah. years old. They didn't know what to expect. They watched too many movies, so they're thinking everything's like Bloodsport or like uh, <laughs> what's that that other terrible yet cult classic movie, um, Karate Kid. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Karate Kid. Which Man, no, Karate Kid is no, the jam. Don't it, terrible. Which I mean, it was cool at the time, but I still think I could have whipped. Bruce Lee, uh, not Bruce Lee, or let me stop. Uh, Daniel Larusso's ass, man. Mm-hmm. At my yeah, my probably could have. my skill level back then. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And so that that's what's in their mind. They're thinking it's Mortal Kombat, no holes bar, blood and guts type yeah. of of thing. But it wasn't. You know, they got pad. The the young kid. Everybody has pads on to a certain degree. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, for the younger kids, there's really no full, full contact is when you get up into the the uh, upper, I guess, uh, 
ranks advanced skill level you know then you know there'll be a little bit more contact and and surprisingly enough there was two olympic uh competitors that were there mm-hmm. that that were on the latest um olympics team who mm-hmm. were uh participating as well as judging being an official so they were there um and surprisingly enough my my kids one of my kids uh teachers used to train with them so mm-hmm. yeah so they do have that that particular skill level that uh that's being in their particular dojo so they do have the the professional type of environment or, or uh teaching you know tutelage mm-hmm. if you want to call it that so yeah yeah man but it was, it was a lot it was lots of kids lots of families lots of lots of exhibitions and stuff like that and yeah i tell you man it was we were there all from like maybe 10 mm, what time did we get it no eleven thirty to probably four thirty. it's a long time long time it's a long man. day it's a very long day and it only brought me back to like way back when i was competing in tournaments and stuff too so yeah yeah but it was it was great man i, I tell you one thing the, the girls like the teenage girls those mm-hmm. they are like fierce if we had to use a word to describe them they are fierce in the when they're performing like their kata girls cracking heads your girls are cracking heads and doing amazing man they were i think they do it's it feels like they do a lot better as a whole than like some of the men uh competitors um mm-hmm. as far as like their their uh technique and whatnot so you okay. know shout out to all of them whoever they are but they were they, they did that thing so so the so the girls they didn't they didn't have like a, what you call it they didn't have like a like a co-ed fighting Mm-mm. like girls fighting boys and no, vice versa right no 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 none of that you know so, okay yeah and you know it was cool because a lot of the the kids at my my kids uh dojo they they came out with a lot of gold medals a lot of silver and bronze as well so mm-hmm. You know, it was great, man, seeing them just going to support, you know, the young kids. and Yeah. And, uh, so maybe your kids saw that and they were like, oh, man, I want to get a medal. They want to get the medal. But, yeah. but, you know, like at the end, towards the end, like the uh, the head guy of our, our school, he came mm-hmm. and he's like, so you guys excited? You want to do the, the the next one? And they were like, no, no, I don't want to do oh, it. Oh, <laughs> come on, kids. So I'm like, I'm like nah, boy, y'all, y'all going to get in the next one. I'm going to make yeah. y'all get in the next one, man. It was, it was cool, man. Say, yeah. it, it brought back a lot of memories. Like I saw this one girl getting on stage, uh, getting her second place medal, silver mm-hmm. medal, and she was crying because I, I knew exactly how that was. And I was telling my wife right before we got to the tournament, the yeah. last tournament I was in, I wanted so bad to get that first place trophy, but I ended up getting the medal. And I cried the whole okay. ride back home because I was just so disappointed in myself because I, I didn't I didn't, get, didn't get, get it. That, huh? uh, I didn't get that first place oh, trophy. I, I cried, oh, I boohooed man. the whole way. So watching that young girl on stage crying because she got that second place, I knew exactly how she felt. But um Dang. Yeah, man, it That's was what I'm talking cool, about man. though. It was great. That's that's the sign of a good competitor. You know, I'm trying to say somebody who 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 wants it so bad. They want it so bad that you know, it brings them to tears because you know, you you worked, you know what I'm trying to say you worked a lot in practicing in uh 
you know, in sparring matches. I mean, you get there to the to the event, you know, like you're cracking heads all the way into the end, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you got half cracked a little bit more than than you yeah. cracked, I guess, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, man, uh, you know, it's it's you know doing competitions, man. You know, it's it's one of those things. If you're there, you're there to win. If you don't, I mean, my mentality personally is yeah. I go to competitions to win. I don't just show up just to like say hi to my friends. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's you know every every fighting, I guess tournament or maybe every tournament period in, in whatever uh, type of sport or competition you're in, there's always the nerves that's going to get to you. The nervousness yeah. it 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 kind of gets to you but once you step into that ring it somewhat all fades away mm-hmm. but um yeah man it was yeah I, I remember that so clearly and so vividly that was a long yeah. ride back from uh yeah. <laughs> from our tournament at one day yeah but yeah well it's all good man cool. you know hey it's i'm done. glad i'm glad that y'all at least went you know so the kids could see it you know i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um you know, just so they could see it, they could experience at least from an audience perspective. And I think that'll, you know, they'll be prepared probably, you know, a little more mentally maybe than when that when their first one comes up. Yeah. Uh, even though, like you say, you know, the nerves hit, you know, pregame, you know, nerves start to hit, you yeah. know, and, and uh, but yeah, like you said, I'm sure as soon as you step into the ring, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as, as soon as you step on stage, you know, it goes yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was cool, cool seeing some of the those kids there because uh, there was a lot a lot of young men and women like teenage girls and boys uh, mm-hmm. that are on the U.S. the AAAU team. Mm-hmm. So you know, watching them, and eventually, probably in the future, you end up seeing them on the Olympic team. Yeah. yeah. So just just taking note of those people and you know, kind of. Just being in that that arena, watching them move up the ranks and stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool, man. Hey, well, shoot. You know, shout out to shout out to y'all for taking your kids through. You know, uh, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. You know, they they were probably a little a little hesitant, but you know, when they go to that first competition, I think they'll probably do well. So that's good. So yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, sounds like a long weekend, but honestly, that's probably like a fun thing to go and check out for sure. Um, wow. On this side of the world, man, um, this is probably more getting into like how Black Friday weekend went, mm, okay. uh, you know, added into everything. So Thanksgiving was cool. Uh, you know, I did a, I did a two-tone uh, turkey. Um Two-tone. And it was uh, it was yeah, two-tone turkey. Mixed yeah, it was turkey. mixed race. Half of it, I, I, I was, exactly right. Half mm-hmm. of it I seasoned with uh, the Hooks Rub Midnight, the black seasoning with a little bit of H-Town mixed in. And then the other half I seasoned with the smoke and Sweetness. So it was a little red, a little black, you know, half and half. Um, and it turned out pretty great. Uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving out of town. So the day that we were dry, the day we were going to be heading back to town, uh, my wife was like, hey, I think I'm going to walk the dog real fast before we have to take this four-hour drive. Mm. So I was like, okay. Even though she, in her mind, she was like, should I go pack first real quick or should I take this dog on a walk? She's like, I'll take him on a walk real fast be back. So around the corner from my mother-in-law's house, I guess the dog uh, lunged out across the street toward yeah. another dog that was coming up, you know, coming up the street 
uh, that my wife was on. And uh, I guess the leash crossed in front of her oh, path yeah. as she was walking. She tripped and fell forward and landed square on her knee. Ouch. And actually, uh, she ended up, um, you know, cracked her, like her tibia mm. bone, like I right at the that. top. Yep. So I had to go down. I actually drove down and like picked her up because she couldn't even stand up and walk. So I had to go down and pick her up. Oh, boy. Get her in the car. And, uh, and you know, we went back to my mother-in-law's house. And we were just going to leave that day. Mm-hmm. But she was like, she kept saying, oh, man, my knee, my knee. So we're like, you know what? Let's just go to the go to the, the hospital, you know, the, the whatever, real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we we went through the hospital real quick. And, um, and uh, yeah, man, you know, they did x-rays. Said she got a little cracked knee, put her in a knee brace. And was like, basically, you can't, you know, you can't walk on it for like six plus weeks. So Ouch. after seeing orthopedic doctor they confirmed you know basically we'll go back in a couple of weeks to get another x-ray to see uh uh you know if anything has gotten worse or if it's getting better and so hopefully they'll be back you know hopefully they'll be back uh she'll be back on her feet within a few weeks because uh we have a trip that we had planned for our anniversary mm-hmm. um last year but since it was covid year we had to push it back a year uh, so you know what? Hopefully she'll be she'll be ready for that trip. Yeah, uh, Dang, and she'll heal up. Man. But yeah, she said she yeah, she laid up. It's her right leg, so she can't drive. Um, oh, you know, so I'm basically crutch, on crutches. Yeah, she's on crutches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm basically chauffeuring everybody around. I already did that a little bit, but adding in my daughter's schedule, uh, you know, with dance and school, you know, it's it's uh, a little bit more. So. This past week, it worked for me. Thankfully, I work from home, you know, I work virtually, you know, remotely, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but this work, this week of work, like, I I don't know, man, I had to uh, sort of figure it out on the on the fly. Because every day, you know, I was like, well, I got to go take the kids to school. So this is the time frame that that happens, which is normally I'd be working or I got to go pick up one from school, you know, which normally I'd be working. So I have to work later. You know, so it's it's whatever, man. But hopefully she she gets better. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm you sure. Know, it's funky. But Black Friday weekend, um, you know, man. We actually I did go to the store Black Friday mm-hmm. because T-Mobile was doing that cool uh, uh, promotion where you know if you're a new or existing customer and you have like an iPhone 11 or above, you could trade in your phone for the newest iPhone. So mm. both my wife. Both my wife and I took advantage of that on Black oh, Friday, nice. and uh, and uh, and they give you a free set of AirPods per um, you know per account. So she got the AirPods, even though she hadn't set them up yet. They just sit there collecting dust. I'm like, bro, you just give me them AirPods. Oh, but but uh, it was cool, man. It was a free upgrade. You know, like it was like you know all you had to do was pay like thirty dollars. You know, for the whatever handling fee. Or so even if um, even if Let's say it was good. So uh, nowadays, I guess they lease phones, lease to own or whatever. You mm-hmm. pay it like a monthly payment. Yeah. Even if you. Even if you owed. Even let's just say even if you paid it off, paid mm-hmm. you paid off your previous phone and you turned mm-hmm. it in, there nothing else you had didn't have to pay anything like a per month. You would have you would have to pay. Let's see here. Or it's just no because free. no because it's it's a free upgrade. So it's a straight up upgrade. Okay, wow, that's because I had to pay nothing. 
That's cool. I had to pay nothing on the extra phone, and I would check the T-Mobile site to see if they have still have the deal Let's going. Is Sprint Sprint got the? Well, I have I, I, I have I think, the 10x Max. Yeah, 10x. I don't know, Max. I would, yeah, I would look on their website and see if that deal is still. Is that the one that, that Sprint that the T-Mobile gets Sprint, or is that another? Uh, yeah, T-Mobile took over Sprint. Oh. Um, maybe, maybe. I but I think I think they they're leaving both companies like separated you know separate because name and stuff like that but i think they took over you know their services and whatnot but t-mobile oh on top of that a free year apple tv Mm. hey man we already were working on a free year apple tv but i might as well i'm happy to add in another year let's see okay let's down with that i see a free zero dollars down 30 no that's not it Hmm. yeah maybe they must have stopped doing it uh, you might have missed the man. Uh, well, but you deal. said it was eleven and up, so I mean, I don't. I, I, I mean, I had an eleven, so that's why I turned in. I didn't know. I didn't know if they did went down to ten. So you could you could at least check and see if that's still a thing. But nah, man, it was cool because I went and got that phone. Mm. You know, switched up both of our phones, uh, and then uh, later on, I went to Walmart to get just like because I saw they had like OtterBox cases on sale for like 20 bucks mm. and I was like man and this is like the good OtterBox case like this 50, 60 dollar case yeah. you know and it was for Black Friday so I strolled up in there and T-Mobile wasn't busy you know Walmart wasn't really that busy like for being Black Friday mm. uh, you know and I mean it was probably like you know 12 o'clock you know 1 o'clock when I went up there uh, PM but um, but yeah man went up there got got us a couple cases and I'm get a, getting a different case, not the out of box case. I got this, I don't know, it's like this little cool case, but yeah, I, dope, I just got rid of my out of box. I had it for since I got my my 10s Max mm-hmm. years ago when they first came out, but um, yeah, I just got rid of it because it was falling apart, man. Yeah, crazy oh, yeah, thing man. is, I never dropped the phone. Yeah, which is weird. Uh, so I just yeah. got me a new case that's a lot sleeker and thinner because that outer box that sucker was so thick yeah it's really bulky man but it's a good case i swear man yeah it is see my outer box i was like i like pull my phone out of my pocket i pull my phone out of my pocket to pick it up to look at it and instead of looking at it i just like fling it and the phone just flies so my 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 phone like to skate across the ground and stuff like that so the outer box came in handy so this case that i got is supposed to be like a 10 foot you know drop uh, you know, shock resistance, all this stuff. Wow. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna see the little, like, you know, 16 year old that was working at Walmart was like, Yeah, it's a good case. So I was like, <laughs> still going through puberty, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, All right, man, whatever. But no, it was a good, it was a good weekend overall, other That's than cool. you know, the obvious, uh, you know, part that happened. But I'll tell you this what made me actually excited and proud in the moment as soon as I heard it was, um, you know, your boy Jay uh, sent Me? in an email. Uh, oh. Sent in an email to wow. the Felipe's Garage podcast. Podcast. Uh, and they, <laughs> what did I say? Felipe's Garage. The Hodge podcast. I think saying, saying garage and podcast at the same time. For some reason, it didn't work for my, oh, my yeah. Um, yeah, diction yeah. at the moment. Pause. Yeah. But yeah, he sent in a note to Felipe's Garage, uh, the podcast, uh, and they read it on episode. Um, it was like episode 90, 197 something like that yeah titus titled swedish slippers yeah 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 i had to that send it in dope. you know because i think some months ago uh the host uh cookbook he was he was thinking 
he was honestly thinking about calling it quits for the uh, for the podcast mm-hmm. because you know just like a lot of us podcasters we got a lot of things going on it's not we can't devote all our time to working on the podcast doing we ain't it. joe rogan yeah we ain't joe rogan we don't get paid for this <laughs> right we don't get paid so he he was he was thinking about calling it quits you know once they got to yeah. 200 <clears throat> so yeah and i had had that letter typed up like right after he, they did that because like seriously I, i've been rocking with the their podcast since episode one you, you know, know a couple years ago yeah so i've been i've been down with them forever so uh yeah it's just pretty much just expressing whatever i had to say at that time you know they read it and it was just uh pretty much just what uh letting them know how many of these other podcasters especially us kind of feel as far as like this whole podcasting thing um, you know, kind of gave him a couple, couple little suggestions as far as like uh, interacting with the other, other uh, podcasters. Other could, pods, could, yeah. could probably get more eyes on them um, because they already got a lot of eyes. They, you know, uh, who's that? A uh, cookbook, and you know, um, he's a recording artist himself. Just dropped a. A uh, little project with the uh, producer Sherbert, which came out this weekend, right? Yeah, it just came out this uh, yeah. this past Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you guys go check that out, Port Angeles. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty pretty dope project. So, yeah, he they like I was saying, t- telling them they pretty much have a lot of things at their disposal. You know, as far as like interview type things, mm-hmm. like connections to to recording artists and things like that if they want to go that interview route type type deal um you know one of the guys that used to be on uh nesto he's a a filmmaker so he has a a lot of connections like that he's not really on the pod that much anymore but yeah if anybody out there that likes like nerd stuff and hip-hop and movie stuff and not really want to be concerned with like this you know a lot of news stuff or you know kind of like big things in the news then i suggest checking them out yeah um, it's really like it's really almost like you know you're you get to go even more behind the scenes listening to their podcast and mm-hmm. some of their episodes because you know they're talking about interactions that they've had mm-hmm. uh yeah you know while they're in production of movie or not movie but music um you know while they're while they're uh uh, uh i guess you know what am i trying to say talk talk about uh you know interactions and friends and acquaintances and everything else mm-hmm. like that they have in the music industry and in other industries and then they also do like a who wore it best and they take a yeah. beat you know that was sampled yeah and it was it's i mean i I've, I've listened to a whole lot of their episodes and sadly when i you know when i stopped driving like an hour one way for work every day um mm-hmm. or a half hour you know whichever time you know where when i where i work uh, uh, you know, I didn't get to, you know, add in, mix in podcasts as much right. as that was part of my daily drive. Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah, I've still, I've still listened to a lot of episodes, and it's, a, it's a really good show, man. So it'd be sad, if, it'd be sad if they, it's sad yeah. if they left because yeah. you know they, they, you know, definitely tackle a segment of the industry that you know, not everybody does from their perspective. So yeah. I think yeah. it's dope. And these last couple episodes are. I think the episode 200 they just released 199 so episode 200 
uh, they're going to do something on the episode that they're going to record. So episode 199, and I'm doing air quotes, they had somebody come in to show them how to make guacamole. And if you listen to, to the if you listen to the the episode guacamole, you'll you'll figure it out. But it's DMT, so yeah. the hallucinogenic uh, drug. They're gonna do it live on episode two hundred yeah. and record that experience. But the video recording of that experience may have to come through Patreon, which they just started. So, mm-hmm. but you'll probably hear the the uh, results during that show and the, the actual live uh tripping out of of whatever is going on so yeah, yeah the spirit molecule that's what it's it's called yeah yeah uh let's see it's a hallucinogenic type drug uh sometimes referred to as dimitri uh the drug produces effects similar to those of psychedelics like lsd and magic mushrooms so yeah so it sounds like they're gonna have a good time Fantasia, Businessman's Trip, Businessman's Special, 45 Minutes, Psychosis, The Spirit Molecule, and as they know it on their episode, Guacamole. So, <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. Um, so, it should be interesting. It should yeah. be interesting. And, yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely, um, you know, check out that newest episode once that drops. Um, that should be interesting. Cool. Well, you know, congratulations for hopping on there, man. As soon as I heard it, it was like, this is from, you know, JL or J Rose or something like that. Uh, uh-huh. And they started talking and and they started reading the, the, the letter. And I was driving, actually, uh, I was on the four hour drive going to, um, you know, uh, uh, going to where we were at for Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. as I heard it, I was like, wait, a that's got to be LeBron, you know. <laughs> and so I told I told my I told my son. And then I turned up the turned up the volume of the uh, of the episode, and we listened, and it was fun, man. It was good. It was a good letter. Good job, man. So, yeah, man. So you know that was most of that weekend, and then oh oh, I gotta say something. Okay, so if you ever go to a silent auction, mm-hmm. don't bring your kids. <laughs> don't bring your kids. Silent. And this is why. No, well, yeah, a little bit of that. So one of my one of my neighbors, um, you know, in our little in our little neighborhood area, you know, there's about 20, 15, 20 houses in this little this little thing that we live in here, um, this little subdivision. So one of the neighbors put out like a little Facebook message, and I guess and actually went out to everybody's house and dropped off an invitation to basically it's like a candy cane hunt mm-hmm. slash hot cocoa night and movie night at their at their house, right? And they're like, also, we're going to be doing a silent auction. So if you have a business or if you have stuff that you could get to donate for people to bid on, you know, definitely please bring it uh, because we'll, um, you know, it's all raising money uh, for charity and it'll be a silent auction. That's cool. Uh, So it's all raising money for charity uh, for this place called Candy Cane Corner, uh, who works with a uh, organization called The Road Home. uh, And The Road Home uh, helps, helps people who are either previously homeless or are homeless getting out of homelessness and trying to get to that next step of life or uh or it's people who are getting out of like abusive like deadly abusive relationships Mm. uh you know situations like that trying to get you know it's like halfway from you know there 
to another house to where they can right, be more right, secure. Right. And this is and the candy cane corner aspect of it, you know, helps out these families because the moms and dads, you know, they submit like the wants and needs of themselves as well as, as, well as their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these companies basically go shopping for these people, you know, with like vouchers and the vouchers are paid for by donations, uh, you know, but it's a more respectable way, I guess, for people to, to get to provide a Christmas for their family rather than just being given stuff. This is like stuff that they it's like on their actual Christmas list. So it's a pretty dope organization. I've worked with them in the past and other organizations as well. So it was cool. I was like, all right, you know, that's dope. You know, I'm gonna bring a couple of bottles of hooks rub. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's roll up there. And, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let it auction off, which is really cool because um, I think the two bottles that I, I put up there are valued at twenty four dollars you know total like retail and uh and um i think the winning bidder won it for forty five dollars oh wow that's cool man that's that's really dope um and and so okay so that all this stuff there all this random stuff they had this really cool cooler right it's like one of these like you know two hundred dollar three hundred dollar coolers like the yeti Mm -hmm. style coolers and inside they had like these like uh, Coke like thermos cups that were like really you know that are supposed to keep your you know your drink hot or cold for hours type of thing. Uh, they had like a Monster Energy hat. They had some some uh, some MMA gloves that were signed by Conor McGregor. Oh sweet, right? And they had like some other stuff in there. And so my son started bidding on that. So I was oh, like chatting shit. with my neighbors and stuff like that. And I kept hearing my son like bidding on stuff. Then I was like, what's going on? Oh, and I didn't really realize what was happening. So my son was bidding this thing up and he and apparently there was like another neighbor that was in there that kept getting agitated. So every time my son would put a bid, this neighbor would come put a bid. And I didn't know what was happening, man. I was like, what the heck? And so I, I told my kids, I was like, just go look around, see if there's something that you want to bid on. I said, see if there's something you want to bid on. I didn't say go bid on this stuff, right? So so it's five thousand dollars. Right? That was funny. And my daughter's like, you should just put five thousand. And I was like, what? So after I finished talking to my neighbors, you know, I turned around and looked, and my son had bid probably like eight or nine times on this cooler oh, combo set. Okay, okay. And uh, and at this point, it was Ooh. it was up to like a hundred and twenty bucks, and I was like, dude, you gotta you gotta slow down. What are you doing? And in my mind, I was like, we already got two or three coolers like this at the house. Like, oh, we don't need another cooler. He's like, man, it's cool. And that monster hat is cool. <laughs> it, was like a, it was just like a regular ball cap, a monster ball cap. You could buy at Ross Dress for Less or, or TJ Maxx, you know, for like for like $15, $10. So it was that. And it was like, you know, he was like, man, and that's a cool cooler. I really want that. And I was like, I was like, you, you just need to chill. And so I ended up walking away and I was looking at all the other stuff that they had. While, while my kids were giving me like peppermint hot cocoa and stuff and I was walking around and so there was like there was like only like one or two things that I wanted to bid on so I put you know I put down a bid on it and I was like I'm probably not going to win this whatever and then secretly my daughter was going on bidding on random stuff too Mm-mm. so I was like what is happening so I was like you know what whatever and we left before the end of it I was like you know we're probably going to get our bid on most if not all of this stuff the only thing that I was like you know I, I think we'll probably win this one it was like a it was like a beanie from like a poke restaurant mm-hmm. uh, here. Uh, it was a beanie and it had like two twenty dollar gift cards. So and I put like I think I put like twenty five dollars was my final bid or something like that thirty dollars. I don't know because it was starting at zero. So so I was like yeah I'll probably win that because there was only one other person before me and I think that person had left. 
And so I was like, all right, let's let, let's just bounce. So we left. So later on that night, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor posts on the little Facebook group. Okay, here are the winners. And you know, there's like there's like I don't know, there's like 30 items that people were bidding on. Tell me why we won one, two, three, <laughs> four, five items. <laughs> For a total of one hundred twenty-seven dollars. Okay. So let me tell you, and so okay, so and that's between you and uh, your son and your daughter. Yeah, and the and myself, like oh, the one okay. or two things I put on there. So, so, so apparently the cooler thing went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think the guy who was like getting agitated with my son, I think he might have left at some point. So somebody else like swooped <laughs> in at the last minute and got that for like one fifty, right? Um, so, but my, my son had left too, uh, before the end of it. It's so funny cause the guy had bid like $126 and my son put 12650 <laughs> <laughs> It was like the price is right. <laughs> like a showcase showdown or whatever. That's I was like, up. man, this kid. So, and, and before he left, he was like, Hey dad, I want you to take, I want you to watch that. And you know, if somebody else is bidding on it, you know, make sure you bid 50 cents more. You wow! Know, and if he it gets too much, a, he think this is eBay, <laughs> right? It's like an auction, like a straight up online auction. So he's like, he's like, you know what? And I think that was the mentality that he had, which was funny. That's funny. So, uh, so he, he was like, you know, and if it gets too much, then don't worry about it. But you know, I really want that cooler because that hat is cool. I was like, bro, we get this hat anywhere. Like I could go, I could go on eBay, I go on Amazon, get this hat for five dollars, whatever. Anyway, so that's wow. So yeah, so he we end up losing that. But there's this set of Merry Christmas, uh, Hip Hip Parade, like these banners that you hang up mm. in your house. Yeah. I don't know how well you can see that. Can so see we it. won that. My daughter, my daughter bid on that. That was twenty five dollars. Funny. Uh, one of our other neighbors uh, works at a, um, you know, like a supplement company here, mm -hmm. uh, and they do like health supplements and stuff like that. So I bid on it twenty five bucks, not thinking that I would win. I was the last bidder. So it's like a hundred fifty dollar. You can't see one hundred fifty dollar um, value thing. A one month <laughs> one month package of supplements. That was good. And then my daughter somehow bid um, bid on these two. Um, I don't know what you said. These two uh, coffee cups. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one says most likely to be on the naughty list and most likely to be I on see. the nice list. That's my daughter funny. won that for twelve dollars. Um, so here's the uh, Fresh Fin Poke Restaurant. It's uh, two $20 Fresh Fin Poke gift cards and a beanie. I was the one who bid on that. I got $30, cool. so that's cool. I was fine with that. Uh, and then I guess my daughter bid on this Spa Night at Home kit that had like, like I don't know, like those like bath bombs and body oh, oils, yeah, yeah, yeah. bath milk, all this stuff. My daughter bid on that. Thirty thirty five dollars, thirty five dollars. That's and funny. I was like, "What the heck?" So yeah, and then that that uh that uh, supplement pack <coughs> was twenty five bucks. So all in all, you know, I think it was like one hundred twenty one hundred twenty seven. Now, are you obligated to pay once uh once bidding is over? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so the lady like just texted everybody last night was like, "Hey, here's my Venmo." Or you could pay in cash or check or whatever. So, so I'm gonna I'm pay a Venmo today. So what if you left your son alone? I need alone, to pay right now, so I don't forget. If you left your son alone, mm -hmm. and he ran up, <laughs> he tried to get them Conor McGregor gloves, bro, and he ended up at like nine hundred dollars. 
I'd have had to pay it. <laughs> I'd have had to pay it. Honestly. Oh man. You know? That would it, not be a fun night for for you. No, nah, I would I would not have been happy. But uh, you know, that's why that's why you don't take your kids to a silent auction. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. Because you don't know what they're gonna do. You know? That's funny. I mean they, you know, see the the thing is, they had like face painting there. They had like all these like different flavors of hot cocoa. So people just walking around, talking, mingling, and you could see people like walking up and down, up and down, up and down the silent auction lines. And and I was like, yeah, I was just looking around. I was like, oh, this is a fun little event, you know, blah blah blah. And so you're not paying attention to everything that you're doing. You know, what I'm trying to say you're not putting in the rationale of what's about to go down at the end if you win all those bids. So, yeah, man, but it was, uh, it's whatever, you know. In the end of it all, I know how extremely blessed me and my family are beyond belief. Like, I can't even, I can't even, like, you know, ex- ex- express, like, how much we're blessed compared to a lot of people and really compared to, you know, the people who the money is going to benefit, um, mm. you know, so... It's it's whatever, man. I, the the little bit that the little bit that I have to I have to donate, you know, in this uh, in this scenario, pay out in this scenario as a donation, uh, you know, it's it's probably not even as much as I probably should be donating, you know, in honesty. So, I, um, you know, I'm happy to I'm happy to be able to donate it, and it's going to a great cause, and it's going to help out a lot of people because I've seen some of these people in person. I met these people, you know, these type of people that that this is going to, and. Mm. Yeah, man. You know, just imagine, imagine not having enough resources to be able to provide for your kids. Just a yep. simple, a simple five dollar Christmas present. Like, I mean, it's just insane. Especially kids these days, you know, and, and even kids in our day. You know, we always wanted something that was more expensive than our parents probably ever wanted to spend. And a lot of those cases, you know, if you were if you were blessed enough, you know, a lot of those cases, your parents would find a way to get it. You know. They put mm-hmm. on layaway of Woolworth or something like that, you know. Oh yeah, I remember uh, layaway. Uh, you know, and 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 they will find a way to make it happen. So um, you know, or they buy it on credit, you know, in some scenarios. So you know, this is helping these people who can't, you know, necessarily help themselves who are trying to find a way back. So I, um, you know, I definitely, uh, uh, you know, definitely don't have a problem doing that. So yeah. you know, it's it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, man. So just be aware. Of taking your kids to a silent auction. <laughs> oh well. All right. Let's see here. So, um, let's see what's next up on our docket. So let's see here. Okay. So speaking of going places, right, with a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. you know, being trapped there and not thinking about really what's happening, and the next thing you know, you're trapped in this location. So earlier this week. I saw a story online where it looked like, um, let's see, and I sent you the, I sent you the story. I saw a story where, um, you know, some people were trapped. Uh, mm. uh, mm-hmm. Some people in England were trapped at a pub, right? They were trapped at an English pub for, let's see here, how long was it? I think it was eight days at that point, and they had been snowed in. So the snow came, um, you know, trapped these people in the pub. And they could, they literally could not get out of this pub uh, for days. So what did they do? Sat there, had a good time, you know, drank the drinks, you know, ate whatever food was available, all this stuff. 
and they had a jolly old time. And it's interesting because it seemed like everybody was just cool. It had been like, you know, seven or eight days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody was good. And it was like constantly snowing outside. So it's not like they could dig their way out. Yeah, right? yeah true, 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 um, true. You know, but so electricity was still on, right? Electricity was still on, too. Okay. Yeah. So that, that made it even better. Okay. So they had fire. They had their heat. They had electricity. They had the lights. They had food, you know, what little the, the you know, what, I mean, whatever the pub had stocked in the kitchen. And then they had all the alcohol and regular li- uh, liquids that they could drink, um, you know, at their disposal. So I was like, you know what, man, if I was trapped somewhere, that probably wouldn't be that bad of a spot. You know what I'm trying to say? Got everything I need. Everybody's happy because there's alcohol, even though they do. There are people who get drunk and belligerent. But that scenario, it seemed like everybody was like singing, dancing, having a good old time. So, if there was a place that you got stuck in for more than seven days, what type of business would it be? What, what, and what would you, I mean, as soon as you find out, man, we probably can't leave here for a couple days. Be like, all right, I'm cool. And then it's like four, five, six, seven, eight days. What type of business would you prefer to be stuck in? Free play. Free play is what a, is free play? Free play is a place here. It's like two. I want to say it's kind of like a. Let's just say if Dave and Buster's are you know. Uh, I don't want to say Chuck E. Cheese. Let's say Dave and Buster's was like in the eighties, so it's all eighties okay, and nineties okay. pinball and arcade games, all free to play. You pay one. One uh, entry fee for like forty bucks, maybe mm-hmm. twenty. Uh, I say somewhere between twenty and forty bucks. That's a big gap, but and then you could play all these games, which are like maybe over a hundred games on the original arcade pinball machines for free. Nice. Okay. And there's a bar. There's a restaurant inside, so you got all that, man. I'd be yeah. I, I do that. That sounds good. That's not yeah. That sounds like Dave and Buster's. That sounds like uh, what's that place called? Uh, Main event. Main event. There you, know you go. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's that's a good place. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was you playing Gauntlet last time you I got, went. I played the old what? school Gauntlet on the arcade like we used to play. What? Ninja Turtle. Yeah, there's all the old '80s games oh, and '90s uh, arcade games there. So that's the place I'd go and See, be happy I, for seven, eight days. Yeah. I think that would be pretty dope, especially, you know, especially if it was free to play, right? Yeah, it's free to play. It's called <laughs> free, free to play. play. You know, you didn't have to wait long for, for uh, you know, you didn't have to wait long to get next game. You know what I'm trying to say? Because, mm-hmm. you know, in the arcade, you always have to put your quarter up there or something like that or have to wait in line for next game. So, you know, especially like if you if you have a scenario like that, you know, say this place, you know, say you get there. On a on a on a day or on an afternoon night, whatever. That's not one of their busier nights, so it's not at full capacity, mm-hmm. right? So you ain't got to wait long to go play Street Fighter Two Tournament Edition. You know what I'm trying to say? You ain't got to wait long to play Mortal Kombat Two or Gauntlet or Pac Man or whatever it is. Yep. Old school, you know. Uh, that would be fun. I, that would be a really fun place. Um, I'm trying to think. So I think the pub place would be a really cool place to be. Uh, just because you got food, you know, you got drinks, you got all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, another place that I believe that I would like, I, I could be stuck in for that amount of time and be cool. It would be like a basketball arena or, you know, a basketball oh, arena because yeah. you got something fun to do. They got food, snacks, and like in a place like that, you got space. Now, 
True. If you go to Very like, true. if you go to a game that's like packed with people, now that's gonna be a problem. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. if you go to a game that has like you know ten thousand people there, yeah, that's gonna be a problem. But a basketball arena, cool. Not a hockey place because it's too cold up in there. Um, football place, and eh, maybe so. Um, you know, because a football uh, arena, you know, and this is enclosed. This is not like a an open air stadium or anything like that. Um, and then also probably like a like a Walmart or like Super Target type of place or Sam's or Costco mm-hmm. only because yeah. they have food and they have other things to do outside of just like being there but would they let you eat that food for free they better after a couple of days because everybody gonna kill everybody and then so let's <laughs> see Costco they sell hmm they sell uh, what do you call it uh, like uh, Let's just say air fryer ovens and things mm-hmm. like that to cook the yeah, food microwave. Stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, would they let you use all that at your disposal? So, you have like a long line of people trying to heat up a hamburger in the microwave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they better. I tell you, they better. <laughs> I know. See, I know that Costco, Walmart, you know, places like that, they, they both have like their own like, you know, little food court type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know there's only so much that you can get from there. So I would say if you go to a Costco or Walmart like on a busy Saturday, you know, a busy Sunday, like right after church time, mm-hmm. busy Sunday, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That place is like packed. Like they better let people eat and use some of the resources that are in there. At least say, hey, you know, we're going to just call this much stuff a loss and you guys can use this. You know, so they pull out 10 air fryers or five air fryers. You know, they, they pull out, you know, a good portion of the food. Say, hey, we all stuck in here. And I'll tell you what, the the reason why I say that is because, A, you don't want anarchy. So people start, you know, fighting each other and trying to overthrow the the management. And B, think about how much of a great publicity move that would be if they realized that they were trapped in a store for X amount, you know, and didn't know when the end would be in sight. If they were just like, hey. We're going to take this as a loss because the insurance is probably going to pay for it, honestly. Um, we're going to take this as a loss. True. And we'll That's go true. ahead and let these people have these resources, have this food, go in the back, bake some cookies, go up and get some churros, learn how to make some churros, all this stuff. <laughs> you know, eat, eat the bag of pop chips, you know what I'm trying to say, and, and, and brownie brittle. You know, I, I think that would be a great idea. <laughs> and just imagine, imagine the Xbox land video game party that you could have in a Costco or Sam's with all them TVs. That's true. It would be amazing. That's pretty true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, if I was that's management, true. that's what I would do, I guess. Yeah, but then you'd have to think about how many people are in this Costco, how many kids are going to be crying to get up on that land party and that and trying to play. Do you have enough you Xboxes? In, you you mm-hmm. Got enough Xboxes in controllers to accommodate all these folks? Will, will, Costco, Costco should. Will tensions flare when somebody loses and somebody gets a little bit irate and wants to fight you for killing their person? You know. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot. It would be fun though. It would be fun. Yeah. And I yeah. think the new Halo dropped, so y'all could have like yes. a one big Halo party. That would be amazing. Yeah, I saw that that dropped. I got the I got the Game Informer magazine the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty inciting, man. Um, uh, it'll be it'll be fun to be able to do that. I think I think it'll be fun for like a day or two. I think after yeah. that, 
it might be like, all right, we got we got to we got to form a we got to form an exit team. You know, what I'm trying to say so we can get our way up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody. Then you see people like you know stacking you know all kinds of chairs and other like <laughs> materials to get to the roof to pop out the top. <laughs> they gonna do you a know. great challenge. Yeah, right. Get to the roof. You know, you see people trying to climb their way out. You know, you see people trying to like find a way to like tunnel. People gonna be forming little clans inside Costco. Man, that's what it would be, man. It would be the frozen food clan. I'm telling you, man. Hey, dog, I would be. I'd be out there. I would definitely probably be like in one of those resources. I'd be in the clan of people. You know, with one of the resources that people need. You know, what I'm trying to say like toilet paper clan. A toilet paper clean. I wouldn't care about that, man. I just wipe my butt on the floor. But no, <laughs> be like a dog. Yeah, just like rub it down. But no, I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, you know what? Y'all ain't coming in this food section unless y'all show up, you know, with something to barter with. You know what I'm trying to say? So I would, I would have something like that. But then we'd have to form an alliance with the people who who uh, are with like the cooking utensils clan, yeah. because they would, they'd be the ones with all the weapons. They'd have the knives and the spatulas. You know, it's the microwave, it's the like microwave that. clan. Yes, yes. This is the barbecue. Like, this is the barbecue pit clan. You can't cook nothing without stuff without us, dog. Mm. So that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I just yeah, thought that was a really funny, funny story. Uh, or you know, suck. But I, I hopefully they're out by now because at this point it actually like would weeks. make for a really funny movie or TV It'd be a great show. Movie. Yeah, It'd be a great stuck movie. inside of a Costco, and everybody yeah. starts. Clanning up and clicking up and yeah, and then you can have R. Kelly fun. like make 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 the song for the series like instead of trapped in the closet like trapped in the Costco. Mm. I'm trying to say that'd be pretty good. <laughs> trapped in the Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then it would come out again that he was still into young children. Mm. Sadly, so. Yeah. <laughs> So, but could you imagine the video? <laughs> R. Kelly trapped in the Costco. Uh, <laughs> ah. Bill Cosby will be hoarding all the pudding. Oh, man. Uh, I saw, okay, so did you see the post that we did? Um, we did a post a couple, I don't know, sometime this past week oh, yeah, uh, or yeah. so, where it said, Flavor Flav looked like Bill Cosby and Lil Boosie, like, like old Lil Cosby and Lil Boosie had a baby or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was actually sad to see Flavor Flavor Flav like that. I mean, maybe it's just because he's old. Out of shape. He is old. He, damn. His hairline is back there. I don't know. It looked real bad. Yeah, Flav well into his 50s. Could yeah. be close to 60, maybe. Uh, he well into his 50s, I know. Yeah. I think so, maybe. Uh, Flavor Flav. Yeah. Mid-50s, so. maybe. Yeah. You know, it, it made me it made me sort of sad to see it, you know, and yeah. and uh, I, I I saw that one of my one of my friends posted that, so I was like, you know what, I was like, this is this is hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to bring that in, um, and so I posted it on there, and yeah, man, uh, you know, he does he does look pretty rough. Flav look pretty rough, man. He does. He need that. He need that. He need to turn back the hands of time with that big clock he got. For real. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm sure, you got yes, a lot of those hanging around the house. Yes, he does. All right. So, speaking of our IG page, um, mm. you posted a couple of days ago, uh, yeah. funniest black buddy cop movie. Let me see if I can go back to that. Well, not a buddy post. cop movie, but or know. not buddy cop, but yeah, it's like sort of a black 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 comedy 
buddy yeah. comedy movie, something like that. So funny movie out of funniest movie out of this collection. So um, we had uh, Harlem Nights mm-hmm. with Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, which was dope. Yeah, it's interesting. Eddie Murphy's in three of these photos, right? Yeah. Uh, so Harlem Nights, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, Life with Martin and uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy, Bad Boys, Martin and Will Smith. And then coming to America, Eddie Murphy and our boy Arsenio Hall. Oof, wow! Oof. And we got a good, we got a lot of good responses, man. So if you have that, actually you know that not a lot. Up, I'm surprised we didn't get a lot. Yeah, we got a handful. We got we like got three. Okay. <laughs> uh, it didn't. It didn't take off. Yeah, well, we got, we got one, two, three, four, five. We got Let four, me say five. Well, one of them. One of oh them yeah, one of them twice. So all right. So starting five. Starting five podcast says Harlem Nights. Uh, I don't know how Donye Shika. Well, um, let me see which one comes first. So she says one four two, which means uh, what is one? One was uh, Harlem Nights, four coming to America, and two life. And then mm-hmm. she says one two four, which is Harlem Nights life coming to America. <laughs> I, I don't know she which one is which. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So and then we have. Ciodre C oh shucks man this is bad Co Drew West yeah coming to America Co Drew West says coming to America then the real everything NCB says Harlem Nights then coming to America so that's my cousin that's my cousin and you know what okay I will I will uh, that's my cousin Nikki y'all check out the real everything NCB because she sells a lot of great products for females. And some males, you know, Wonderful. some Wonderful. shades, some uh, some uh, some fake eyelash extensions. You know, what I'm trying to say. So mm. y'all check it out. But look like I will, wings. I will say what now. I say the ones that look like butterfly wings. Yes, indeed, for real. Exactly. But I will, I will confirm what she said as far as her pick because I always remember after Harlem Nights came out, I remember them loving Harlem Nights at that house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I know that she's right. So yeah, man, what what's your thoughts? <coughs> mm. I mean, Got I no like, love for bad boys. I, I like no love. I love bad boys. Bad boys is dope. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, man. I kind of like life out of all these. I mean, I love coming to America. Love Harlem Nights. But I think for me, life was it was a little little bit different in tone. I like life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a man and it's tough because life is the newer if you want to say newer out of the four because mm-hmm. bad boys came out the first bad boys came out before life yeah yeah mm. yeah I, shucks man that's a tough one yeah i i will say i will say unequivocally coming to america coming to america mm-hmm. because because it without coming to America I don't think I don't think some of these other movies would have been as successful as funny true because it really showed black people in a whole new light that you'd ever really seen them in movies before yeah and it was black excellence it was black royalty it was you know uh, uh, you know, down in the gutter, black people. It was hardworking black people, which you had already seen, you know. Mm-hmm. But you saw them in a whole different way, and it was hilarious. 
It was absolutely hilarious. Now, I have watched Harlem Nights over and over again. I have watched Life a lot. And Bad Boys, I loved it. It's funny because my wife, um, <laughs> Bad Boys is one of her favorite movies, yeah. uh, you know, back in the day. So I think, like, on one of our first one of our first dates or something like that, I brought, like, a copy of Bad Boys over to her house and we watched it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are dating. So, yeah. So, um, you know, I uh, there, there's a special place in my heart for all those movies. Life was really funny, obviously. But um, Harlem Nights, you know, shot what's name in the pinky toe. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what, man? Coming to America. Yeah. When you think of garbage, think of Hakeem. Like, think of this. Yeah. There's just so much. And the thing is, Harlem Nights and Coming to America came out like back to back. Yeah, like within the same eight, year. Or yeah, the same couple like years. within a year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh. Um, all classics all, all classics, classics. All, all classic you know? movies I mean Bad Boys was so good came out with three of them and mm -hmm. they're proud I think they're working on the fourth so yeah here. so uh, of these let's see here <coughs> the only ones that had sequels was Black, Bad Boys and Come to America right there was no Harlem Nights sequel yeah there was no, no live sequel no 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 so um I, I think they were if I remember reading correctly they were planning a Harlem Nights sequel mm -hmm. um but I guess it just didn't pan out, so. Yeah. And I don't know how you could make a life sequel. <laughs> you just make it after after they back out. I don't know. Um, nah, but yeah, of those sequels, obviously, I think the Bad Boy sequels. You know, I think the Bad Bad Boy sequel came with more fanfare and was better. Uh, you know, than the Action Coming to America yeah. sequel. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like Coming to America sequel, but you know, I think they 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 pulled that card way too late. They should have done that sequel. Yeah. Maybe sure. two, three years, you know, after. four years, maybe after the first one, yeah. and then it would hit better. Um, so, yeah, man. So, you know, that's funny. Funny, funny, funny. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. So, hey, uh, you know, good job on that. Thank you all, guys. Thank all y'all for y'all's uh, comments on that. And, Jay, uh, I know you said you had a couple things you wanted to drop into uh, the pod. Yeah, I wasn't sure, man. I just... I just found these right before we we started recording. <clears throat> okay. Of course, this past week we had another school shooting. Um, unfortunately, in, yeah. yeah, unfortunately in Michigan. Eh, I don't want to bring the pie down with that type of stuff, but you know, thoughts yeah, man, and prayers. It's, it's and all life, that. man. Got to talk about that. Eh, you know, it's just it's weird because the parents had indications that the son was going to do something like this and didn't. You know, take that and they advice. They didn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't seek any help for the kid or anything like that. Um, Apparently, so that I, day they like sent him a text message saying, "Don't do it." Yeah, I think after the fact that he did it. Oh, really? It, it ended up arriving after the fact. Man, that's yeah. crazy. See, this and and the parents also apparently them and the kid. I don't know. I think they all had uh, a meeting with the administration yeah. that same morning. Like, this is a situation where you go to that and you like, and if you're a parent of sound mind and judgment, you're like, I need to take this kid out today and mm -hmm. we need to find some help right now. Because if, if he is threatening that, if he has yeah. like a history or a pattern of, you know, building up to something that he's planning to do or she's planning to do, you got to take him out. Take him out of the yep. situation and get him help immediately. Because if you don't, yeah. it could spiral out of control. Yeah. Fast and sadly, in this scenario, it did. Very sad. It did. Very fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, something like this always kind of gets to me because there's been two occasions where 
there has been incidences at my kids school like before when my my both sons were in primary school you know my son said something about one of one of his classmates saying something to the effect that he's he has a gun and he's gonna bring it to school or something like that mm-hmm. some say did you tell anybody and he's like no mm-hmm. i didn't say anything and i'm like oh hell so i had to take it upon myself to contact administration and and mm-hmm. let them know hey uh I don't know that the kids that I can't remember if I mentioned the kid's name, but I just said something to the effect that my son has a classmate that said they were going to bring a gun to school. Didn't say anything about killing anybody, but mm-hmm. just that alone, you know, that that's triggering. So, you know, uh, that and then this past year, now my son's in a bigger, both kids are on a bigger campus that has that goes all the way to 12th grade. And I said it looks pretty much like a small little community college um mm-hmm. administration has sent emails home saying hey there's been an incident of, of a high schooler with uh i guess some emotional issues threatening the school mm-hmm. so you know something like that you, with the high schooler and we've seen all these these uh incidents with high schoolers and emotional issues coming to school shooting up random folks mm-hmm. you know so it's man it's it's troubling you kind of wonder you know what's going through some of these kids minds you know mm-hmm. bullying just plain old depression emotional issues it could be a variety of things that that affecting them and triggering their their mind state to make them want to shoot up everybody yeah yeah man it's uh whew, it's it's a sad scenario, man. Um, and thankfully, you were able to make some contact with your kids' school on that. But now, like, I I don't know, man. It's gone to the days where kids show up at school and they throw hands. You know what I'm trying to say? They don't know how to do that no more. If, if you throw hands now, then you're liable to you know to be taken out. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of instead of you know learning to talk about a situation. Or learning to just get over it because a lot yeah. of these things are just like petty squabbles, you know, or, or like petty, like people just saying things, you know, and bullying, you know, I'm trying to say saying things, saying words and stuff like that to kids, yeah. you know, and constantly bombarding them. And back in the day, you know, for me and I got I got quote unquote bullied with my name. Right. So I heard all mm. kinds of stuff about my last name and. And uh, all of the jokes. And at some point, you know, I'm sure at some point when I was a kid, A, I didn't know what they were referencing. And then right. when I finally understood the reference, oh. you know, I think there was a point where it sort of got to me. But at some point, I don't know if it was like talking to my parents about it or just maybe my personality. I was just like, you know what, man? You can say what you want. <laughs> it ain't gonna hurt me. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, and I'm not gonna let it affect me. I never, I never got in a fight like fisticuffs over it. But then when there was a situation where, you know, something did happen and it turned into a fight, it was like, meet me at the playground, meet me across, across the street from school, after school, you know, we're going we gonna to handle this. And you handle it as men and women, as young mm-hmm. men and women, yeah. with your fists and with your yeah. feet. And then when it was over, it was so crazy. A lot of times, a lot of times, some of those fights, the same people that you got in a fight with. You went back playing. Later, yeah, later the next week. Or the next school year, something like that. You were friends with them, mm-hmm. and you never gotten in an issue again. I had a friend 
I, I, I had this dude who like came and met me in the restroom one day, and I don't know why he wanted to fight me, <laughs> but he's like, man, he's like, I'm gonna I'm beat you up today, man. I'm gonna meet you across the school like when you're walking home. So, so yeah, so we had a little altercation after school, you know, and then after after it ended, you know, went home. Then like, I don't know, then the next school year and every year after that, we were friends. I haven't seen the dude at the gas station like we like got out of high school. I was like, what's up, man? It's like, hey, what's up? We talked and it was it. I was like, yeah, I don't even know. You know, I, I don't even know. It's, gotta, it's gotta crazy. Respect the hands, man. So so back the in the hands. day, exactly back in the day, that's how it was. And even if you get into a fight in the school, like I seen people get their head smashed into like like these porcelain like water faucets and stuff like that. You know, Ooh, like yeah. that type of stuff happened. You know, yeah. people bleeding straight up in the school, you know, and 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 afterward, they became friends. If they didn't become friends, it is what it is. But it was settled. It mm-hmm. was done. Yep. Nowadays, people like to take it out with weapons, which, yeah. is, which is ridiculous. It's, it's sad, man. You know, we had this talk with the kids in the car yesterday coming back from the karate tournament. And, you know, my, my youngest, he's scared of hurting somebody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, He's scared of fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, sometimes people at school kind of call him names. I'm like, well, you need to learn how to counter that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what happened to the mama jokes? Your mama jokes. What happened to the? I'm telling you, dog. Like nobody knows how to how to throw it back at other people, you know, mm-hmm. with words. You know, now some, a lot of times those time. yo mama jokes can turn into fisticuffs and fighting, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, still, you got to know how to throw it back, catch it and yeah. throw it right back to them. So, yeah, exactly. You know, nowadays it's just, I take it in, all these words, and I bottle it in, and then I'm going to let it out with yeah, a, one final swoop. Yeah. Yep, one final swoop. There you go. You know, and that's not for everybody, but you know, yeah. there's a lot of emotional kids out there that that don't know how to how to turn that type of you know yeah. negative stuff around and yeah put a positive spin on it but it's just like i'm 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 all for keeping the peace like i'm all for not getting to a confrontation of any level fight or whatever mm-hmm. beyond that argument you know even if it's an argument you know i i would much rather it be handled in an argument and then like sort of like let the steam blow over and be done with rather than getting to an escalated area of that. But I, I definitely think, man, I definitely think these days, as I'm looking at this poster of this uh, this play that I did back in the day called Blue Orange, the mm. person with sort of multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. I think kids these days, excuse me, maybe it's stuff that they see in the media, maybe it's stuff they see on social media, maybe it's stuff that they, you know, they just see in general. And, and the expectations on kids now are a little bit different than they were, or a lot different, I guess, than they were when we were kids. Because I think these kids, you know, I think they, what is glorified now is when kids, or, or when somebody makes fun of something, when somebody disses something, when somebody has a negative attitude towards something, that's more glorified now than it used to be. So which is highly unfortunate. So I think these kids go to the mode in their mind of like, oh, this is going to be a negative situation. Let's go ahead and make the situation happen. So they could be videotaped and it could go viral. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's, it's like it's like the whole world star thing when that when that all started, you know, and that really kicked off. Like unfortunately, I think world star, you know, started 
I think it I think it popularized uh, uh, something that um, turned into a monster that has spiraled way out way out way out of control. Because how many times now do you see a video of an altercation or something bad happening to somebody like in a subway or something like that, mm-hmm. and you see five or six phones in the video capturing it, and you don't see anybody there trying, trying to, to find a way to keep the peace. And if you do have somebody in that scenario who say find a who find a way to keep the peace, there's always somebody in the comments like, "Why did you stop him? We wanted to see what was gonna happen." Like that's not that's not go that's not gonna make the world go round. You know what I'm trying to say? If you're out here fighting people, I mean, hey, get it out like fisticuffs, right? But if you see somebody taking advantage of the situation or mm-hmm. you know or or bullying somebody or somebody like that. What is the use to videotape it? Yeah. Because in this moment, it's not going to help. Yeah. Go get, go find somebody to help, or find a way to get a group of people to help. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, the only only way I see uh, videotaping somewhat helping is if it's a uh, for proof or something. For proof, let's say in most of the incidences we've been seeing the past few years with cops doing craziness to to unarmed civilians mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's yeah. the way yeah that you know and then i think i've even mentioned on before like I, I even feel a certain way about that whether me as a citizen should intervene with that particular situation versus just mm-hmm. pulling out my phone and recording like if i yeah. see some a cop kneeling on a man's neck for so many minutes mm-hmm. and they can't breathe I would feel a certain way if I'm just holding holding my phone and not trying to stop yeah. it, you know. Yeah, I think this is this is what's so sad, man, because there's a lot of situations like that where people have intervened, especially after the George Floyd, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, tragedy. People have intervened and they've gotten arrested or they've gotten, you know, you know, fought back from the cop or whatever it is, and. You know, in those scenarios, it seems like people don't want to put themselves in, har- in harm's yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And sadly, you know, one of the one of the things is like, you know, if I guess one of the greatest like virtues, if you will, is if you can if you can go and risk your life for somebody. You know, I'm trying to say, friend or family member, whatever it is, or person that you don't even know. Um, you know, if you're going to risk your life for somebody, you know, that shows the quality of the type of person you are, you know, and some people are hesitant to do that. So what, what I've seen a lot of time now is people will be recording in that same scenario and confronting the cop or confronting the individual like loudly, verbally saying this is illegal. Stop it. The person can't breathe like all this stuff. You know, what I'm trying to say. And I think in a lot of those scenarios since the George Floyd thing, because before we saw it. And it didn't turn into a big outrage and outcry uh, in a lot of cases. Um, sometimes it did. But since then, we've seen a lot more people doing that and really like being loud and confronting the situation. And that people being loud is almost like a siren, like calling attention to it. Mm-hmm. And more and more people are seeing it. And then all yeah. of a sudden, the cops realize, cop realize they're surrounded. Also, which what I've seen, which I believe has been amazing to see in some of those scenarios... The other cop that's there that's helping out, the backup, whatever, mm-hmm. comes and is like, hey, man, you need to chill. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And, and moves the cop out of the scenario and takes over or handles it or they've been reporting the cop, you know. So I think that 
I, I think that that thing, while it's still prevalent, I think it's slowly changing and you're getting more and more of these good cops per se, you know, quote unquote good cops uh, coming to the rescue of the people who are, are you know, being, being uh, you know, clearly wronged in the scenario. And hey, I mean, if somebody would need to be arrested, they need to be arrested. But there's a point where you take it too far. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and trying to handle that scenario. So I know we got off on like a long spiral tangent, but uh, yeah, yeah man, that's, that's scenario in Michigan, man. Oh, it's a sad yeah. scenario. Every time you see that, mm-hmm. sad, man. Yep. Yeah, man. You know? Well, we'll see. I think all the parent, the parents and the, the kid, have, all three of them have been arrested recently yeah. from what I've I seen, but we're gonna see the parents what, tried to get away yeah they tried to get away i don't i don't they tried to hide or something like that why? and apparently it was like the dad's gun or something like that and yeah he well um, i don't know i just hear a couple of different stories like apparently the dad bought the the kid the gun on a black friday sale mm-hmm. and but the dad was gonna i guess keep it for safekeeping or something mm-hmm. and the kid got it and, and just did what he felt he needed to do but yeah, his life is over. Uh, parents, all their life is over. Yeah, yeah, no, no telling what's really gonna happen to them. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're all kind of distraught. So it seems like there's a lot more history to this scenario, this situation than we actually all know right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll come out. Um, oh yeah, it will eventually. It will. See, and this is, I don't know, man, and I, I don't know if this is a direct attribution to this, but. You know, like the scenario with that little kid in uh, Wisconsin who went to the who went to the riot and shot shot those people. You know, this is and he got away with it. He literally got away with killing two people and yeah. and and you know, life, altering somebody else's life forever. You know, when he didn't have to be there, there was mm-hmm. no reason for that kid to show up. Yes. No reason for him to drive across state lines to Not show up to something to protect somebody else's property who he was not employed by. Mm-hmm. He was a child. You know, so so, but he got away with it. So this is the sad part because this is putting the mentality out for some people that they could do stuff and get away with it, and it's oh, yeah. privilege, and it's been going on for years. Oh yeah, and there's no, it's almost like there's no stopping it. And I'm gonna say, oh my goodness, thank God that they convicted that father, son, and like whoever else in the Ahmad Aubrey, um, you know, case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're bringing charges against the DA uh, originally who tried to hide, who tried to cover it up or, you know, whatever she was trying to do or, or delay the the arrests and all this other stuff because she, you know, she had like a personal, like friendly relationship with the dad or something like that. Mm-hmm. So thank God that's happening because, you know, that tells you that you can't just do what you want to do all the time. And it's, and it's and the tide is slowly turning every now and then. We get the tide, you know, you get the tide in the right way. Sometimes it goes in the wrong way, but it seems like more and more of this is going the, going the right way. And if they retried Zimmerman for Trayvon Martin being killed today, yeah. I'd like to see the results today compared to then, you know? Yeah. There's, there's so much, man. There's so much. Um, yeah. But then again, you, with that. Yeah. then again, you could have a terrible judge like that fool that was up in Wisconsin. Or Minnesota, whatever, wherever it was, who uh, who just basically made a mockery of the whole trial, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time, and you never had a chance from the beginning. So, yeah. So, but I, I think the prosecution tried to uh, they tried to they tried to have a conviction that was 
that was, or they tried to get a conviction uh, and brought charges that were going to be a lot harder to get uh, than what they, you know, than they what they really needed to in that scenario. So I think they shot themselves in the foot initially from a from a you know bringing charges, you know, practicality standpoint. They should have kept it simple, and I think it worked out more in their favor. So yeah, man, it's just it's just wild, man. It's just a lot of a lot of unfortunate stuff, but. Yeah, man, that's that's uh, you know something that we always we should always talk about that and you know if people out there need help, there's so many hotlines, so many people, so many resources. You know, yeah. go to somebody. Even if yeah. you go to the cops to talk to them or go to the yeah. fire department to talk to them, talk to them, they have resources. Go to your guidance yeah. counselor at school. Shit. They all have resources. Yeah. Parents, people get help talk immediately. Talk to your kids. That's that's another big thing. Parents need to talk to their kids and. You talk to your kid, but you gotta be a, you gotta be right kind of parent. You can't be yeah. these fools who's who's the parents of these, this guy this guy in uh, in Michigan. Yeah, but that 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 is, that's a that's a parent that you don't want. That's a dead. No, dude. no, you don't want nothing you know? like that. But you know, you, you know, parents just gotta just at, basic thing. Ask how the day was. How you feeling? You know, mm-hmm. not a. I don't know, man. It's it's a lot, dude. It's. And it's really, too much in the sad. This is all I gotta say, and you may not, you, your kids ain't in this scenario yet. But when they get to like the teenage years, and they get to like have like you know all these other friends, and they're like in middle school, and mm-hmm. they got a phone, and they got all this stuff. Man, teach your kids to stay out of drama. Yeah, stay out of drama. Don't get too involved. It could be your friends. You know, you. I mean, you could obviously you can cape up for your friends. That's fine. But when it all boils down to it. You got to know, do I need to do something negative and try to find a way to like detract from the scenario or do I need to find a positive way or somebody that's an intermediary? Because my son, my son, he came home a couple weeks ago and was like, man, we have a friend that started dating this dude and this is like in middle school, right? Started Mm -hmm. dating this dude and we hadn't even really heard from her. We don't see, I, like, and he was like, I don't see her in classes. I just, like, used to see her in passing or, like, eat at lunch with her. So I haven't seen this friend in a while. And it all started around the time she dated, started dating this guy. And apparently this guy, like, made her, like, delete all her contacts and, like, not text message her friends and all this other stuff. Yep. Not social media. So, so he was like, he was like, I'm, he's like, we're concerned for her. We, we don't know where she is. You know, then there's, like, a lot of their friend group that was the same. So, so he was like, you know, we need to go and like try to find her. I was like, no, 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 no. You talk to your principal, you talk to your counselor, and you say, hey, I'm worried about my friend. I haven't talked to them in two weeks. Normally, I'd talk to them like every day or every other day, or I'd see them at lunch. I never see them anymore. And this is what happened. This is like sort of the scenario that's happened since the last time I seen her. I need you to, I need you guys to see if you can yeah. find her. And so, so... So that's what he did, thankfully. And I think eventually they found out the girl's like, you know, fine and well. But they hadn't seen her, they hadn't heard from her. So this is on top of this is right on the back of another like kid or something like that. Another kid in this area having gone missing or having gone like like radio silent to the world, like her parents didn't really know where she was. And this is a whole different kid though. Mm-hmm. Not not in my kid's school somewhere else. But it's the same, you know, in the same city. Um you know, and nobody know what happened to her. She just disappeared. And, you know, come to find out they, you know, I don't know, they found her somewhere else. And she was like, oh, you know, she just wanted to get away or something like that. But when you see like that, when you, when your friend 
is a scenario like that and you either suspect drama revolving around a boyfriend or girlfriend or other people like that or you just don't know don't know where they are and you're at school if you don't have access to call their parents or something like that talk to the school mm-hmm. talk to your counselors and principal because if the kid is going to school they'll see them if the kid's not going to school they'll call their parents they yeah. have a way <coughs> and a network to find these people yeah don't don't get in too deep of drama yeah you don't that, put yourself that, in hard that sounds like the the jealous boyfriend type right there that's what it is man yeah. That that girl needs to get away from that dude yeah. with the quickness. Cause once once she starts talking just friendly like with one of her male friends, mm-hmm. that could spark something in that boyfriend's mind that could uh possibly put her in danger. And parents, don't raise your kids to be a little bit. You know what I'm yeah, trying to pretty say? Pretty much, yeah. Like the boy. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. come on, man. Come yeah. on. I mean, at this at this age, you're like you know eighth grade. You know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade, like that age range. Yeah. Like, what? First of all, trauma. There is a there is a almost one hundred percent chance that you're not going to marry that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, (laughs) at this age, you're all just having fun. Yep. You know, it should be at least. So, so why get so serious? Like Joker said, why so serious? You know. Hey, kids. Oh boy. Kids be crazy. Gosh, I don't want to get to this situation. Sheesh. Bruh, just wait, man. You you just about a year away. A year yeah, and a half away. I guess. So, yep. I guess. Wow. Anyway, okay, so what else you got to talk about? Man. <laughs> uh well, I, I thought this story came came across as pretty it's pretty funny. This anti vaxxer faces charges for using a fake arm during a COVID nineteen vaccine. Do you have that? Do you have that site pulled up? Oh, yeah. I'll I'll send it a, to you. A fake a fake arm? Yes, a fake arm to get a COVID vaccine. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. How? So this this took place in Italy, and uh, apparently oh I, I guess he had to. Let me see. Let's see if I can. So pull he's this facing up. charges of fraud after Let's using this fake this arm. Up. Oh my gosh. And, uh, Let's see. Uh, wait. Oh, nope. Wrong one. Remove. Wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. There we go. Anti-vax. Okay, so just keep talking. I'm, I'm all fine. Right, all right. So, yeah, this man in Italy faces fraud charges for trying to avoid a COVID-19 shot by using a fake arm. So, this 50-year-old showed up to a vaccine center. And use an entirely fake arm or a silicone layered uh, skin over, you know, over his uh, arm, you know. And the health worker didn't catch it at first. She thought it. I guess they thought it was it was bizarre, you know, because I guess the color of the arm versus the color of him was a little bit different. So he's a obviously he's an anti-vaxer. Come on, man. Something so she told, she then told, I guess one of the, the healthcare worker told the man to take off his shirt. That's when the plan of the desperate anti vaxxer fell apart. Okay, so this is uh, mm-hmm. the words of this healthcare worker. I felt offended as a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, the color of his arm made me suspicious, so I asked the man to uncover the rest of his arm. 
It was well made, but it wasn't the same color. <laughs> Healthcare workers didn't specify the details of the fake arm. According to the Italian newspaper La Repubblica, the man may have detailed his plan in a post seen on social media. So he told people about the plan on social media, what he was going to do. Uh, I love I love that people are telling on themselves these days. I love it. I love it. Oh wow! So Go the Twitter post that the man the man posted uh, featured an image mm-hmm. of a man with a silicone chest and half body suit, along with the fake arms. If I go with this, will they notice? Maybe beneath the silicone, I'll even put on an extra layer of clothes to avoid the needle releasing my real arm, <laughs> reaching my real arm. The social media user wrote. Uh, Italy released recently announced that the unvaccinated people will be barred from social event or several social, cultural, and sporting events. The country has seen an increase in the number of vaccinated people since making the announcement. So the promptness and skill of the healthcare worker ruined the man's ruined the plans of this person who will now have to respond to the judiciary. Yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Man, you know what, man? Like you gotta be, you gotta be some kind of idiot. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you gotta be some kind of fool because you think you're gonna show up with a fake arm and it don't match your skin tone. Yeah. Just think, yeah. just think, just think of me walking up there. You know, a, a milk chocolate looking fool rolling up there. <laughs> you know, with the with the white arm. How I'm gonna explain that? I ain't got vitiligo. I ain't like starting to like change colors. Yeah, I've got one full white arm and one full black arm. How am I explain that? Yeah, and then you can't move your you fingers know? or anything. So no, no, no. It's like make a fist, <laughs> make a fist. Oh well, I well, am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he did say it you was know? like a cover, a cover, a silicone cover over the arm. Oh, so maybe gosh. he could squeeze his fingers and stuff, but still, the color yeah. of the arm would have gave it away. It would have gave it away. away. Yeah. And then just imagine, you know, like just imagine, like. Okay, so I don't know if you ever noticed this, but I've seen this in tennis. Uh, I've seen this also in cricket, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a, a tennis player, if you look at their two arms, if mm-hmm. one is right, right-handed, that right arm is, like, yoked. Like, it's, yeah. it's strong, it's bigger. Then the, the other arm looks like, like a little, like, like an arm that shouldn't have been there. Like, it's tiny. It's like a whole yeah. look like a whole other person's body part put on. Mm-hmm. And if you look at cricket... The guys, the guys they call the bowlers, the ones that throw the ball, it's mm-hmm. a similar scenario. Normally, that stronger arm uh, is going to be a bigger, thicker, you know, like arm than the other one. So imagine showing up, you know, just a regular dude showing up looking like that, but you like, like you know, this, like this right shoulder is like, it's like you've been working out that right arm. You know what I'm trying to say <laughs> for years, just working it, <laughs> getting it strong. <laughs> It's a pause and getting like super strong. So imagine somebody showing up with like an oversized like right arm, you know, bicep, shoulder, all that stuff, and like a little tiny like you know, the the baby arm on this side, whatever. The first arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the arm may had enough and enough food, and um, yeah, man, they're trying to get the vaccine. I could, uh, wow. I bet, I bet, man, I bet them nurses after they found this out, I bet they had a good laugh. Cause like, come on, man, mm-hmm. come on! You gotta funny. be some kind of. And the fool told on himself, like you said. Yeah, that's what <laughs> most people do. They tell on themselves in their social media. Uh, 
It's mm. good, man. I'm glad people telling on themselves these days because yeah. need more of that. Yeah, especially for this stupidity. So. Need more people telling on themselves because then mm. we look and we say, you know what? You're dumb. Here. You deserve. You deserve Very to be dumb. in trouble. Wow. Very dumb. Wow. Well, you know. You know. See, like if this was like this nurse looking at this dude, he's like, yeah, I'm fine. You don't give my give my shot. And she's sitting there, you know, smiling away. But then after the fact, she finds out, and it's hilarious. Now, what if so, she said, "I'm going to give you the shot in the other arm"? <laughs> Some sometimes they don't give you the choice. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. they just say, "Lift up they just your shirt." Show up. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes they yep. say, "What arm would you like to get it in?" And you know. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. And then sometimes, the, well, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of the one where they try to draw blood. They have to switch on. But yeah. yeah um, no man, I, I think it's I think it's funny. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's sad that the dude you know think that he had to do that, but it's funny. So I have a question. So you got mm-hmm. the COVID vaccine already, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so if, are you going to get a booster? Uh, I'm honestly thinking about it now because, like I said, we went to this karate tournament yesterday. Lots and lots of people there with oh, yeah. no mask. Probably have none with masks, huh? Uh, the majority did not. Yeah, the majority did not. We had we had ours on. We were masked up. Tried to avoid as many people as we could, uh, like in close quarters. But that's very difficult. And then of course, uh, there's lots of. I've heard lots of coughing and sneezing. I even thought I walked through a whole sneeze mist of some old guy in front of me, which was mm-hmm. disgusting. Uh, so I'm I'm seriously considering it, especially with this Omarion, oh, oh, Omicron, what is it called? Omicron virus? Omicron? Omicron, yeah. yeah. The Transformer virus? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Transformer virus, the new one. Uh, variant, I mean. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm considering it. I don't know yet, but I'm considering it. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I actually have mine scheduled for this week coming up. Um, okay. I was scheduled for this week coming up because I don't know, just because I know we have a lot of uh, events, you know, happening over this month, and um, and you know it's it's just one of those things. I, I just and with the Omicron and all this stuff, I think it's I don't know. I think it's almost necessary. Now I'm pulling this up this this picture of LeBron James' son, Bronny. Mm-hmm. Right, this is mm-hmm. his eldest son, okay. uh, and this was I guess last night uh, his. His high school played against LeBron's, actually LeBron's, um, you know, high school that he went, he, he played at. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they're playing in the Staples Center where the Lakers play. So, if you, uh, and, and this kid, man, LeBron's son, Bronny, that boy is good. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably, he's a more pure shooter at his age than his dad was. Uh, and maybe, maybe even now, I don't know. But, um, you know, he also has the, he also has the, you know, the fact that his dad is an NBA superstar at his disposal and he could, you know, get a shot coach and all this stuff. Anyway, so speaking of um, speaking of wearing a mask in an event, every kid on LeBron James, you know, kids, uh, 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 you know, basketball team mm-hmm. is wearing this ad is really getting on my nerve. Is wearing their face mask. You see this, like under their chin. But like, not only is it him. But I don't know if you can see yeah, the background I can see, of this, I can but see the him. other kids on the team, you know, all had all had the same kind of face mask on. 
So let's see. They're gonna they're gonna zoom in a little tighter on this video, and you'll be able to see it uh, better. But I just thought it was super interesting. Uh, let's see. Yeah, see, he's wearing it under there. Um, I just thought it was super interesting. And you know, you, there's some people in the crowds that are wearing it, but every kid on this team that's on the floor has their mask right under their chin. I don't know if it's a fashion statement. I don't know what it is, but um, you know, they're all sitting here, you know, with their mask on under their chin. Like, yeah. there you go. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird. But, uh, I, and I just thought that was funny to see that. So I, didn't know what to, I didn't think it was weird. But, you know, obviously the COVID is real. Uh, you know, it's really out here in these streets. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've talked to some people, you know, in the past, I don't know, a few weeks. Um, and just as part of the conversation, it came up. And some of these people I would have expected to have like an anti-vax or COVID's not real uh, you know mentality about it and you know they're like no nah, this stuff is real you know especially because if, if they had it or they know people who had it you know and they're like I don't know why people are still like out here thinking it's not real and with this variant you know we don't know how many people have traveled to the states with that you know or with the symptoms of that or whatever since it's been out and I know that now we have started to um, we've started to uh, uh, uh What's the word? Uh, we've started to ban travel from these countries, uh, you know, that have experienced that uh, a lot. You know, so maybe to try to put a cap on it or whatever, but still, it's out here, man. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. either with the mask, yeah. even though a mask is not 100% effective, it's more effective than not a, no mask. Right. right? Yeah, um, that's true. That's very true. And my daughter, my daughter got her first dose of the vaccine. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, both of your kids get it? Yeah, my son did because he's, you know, over 12. So okay. he's fully vaxxed now. And then my daughter, she's under 12. So she just got her first uh, dose because it's, you know, finally available. Just before Thanksgiving, no side effects. Um, you know, so what did she good. get, like, um, Pfizer, Moderna? I'm trying to think. I think it was the Moderna. Okay. I believe. Oh no no no! Pfizer is the only one that's approved for kids, okay. uh, young kids. So yeah, that's she got the Pfizer. Okay. And my wife got her booster earlier this week, and I think she she said she was feeling like a little nauseous, you know, uh, after the booster for, you know, like that evening, okay. and you know the next morning she was pretty much fine. But she um, she got a little queasy from the first rooms, right? Yeah, she did. But it's also interesting because she got. The, the booster was a different vaccine that she got mm. the first time. Yeah, first see, that's was, what I was, was, I was thinking. Pfizer. I, I, okay, yeah. yeah, I didn't know if you could, like, if you had to go with strictly with the one that you got mm -hmm. initially or... No, okay. it is when... It, it doesn't matter, apparently, if you mix boosters because the booster is a... It's a... I don't know, it's like a, a portion of the full vaccine. It's like a percentage of the full vaccine. So you don't have to... You don't have to get the same one Obviously, you can, but it's probably better, you know, honestly, if you get, I think I read, I think it's better if you get, like, one of the other ones as your booster, because you're sort of covered in two different ways, if that makes any sense. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, we I don't know were, if one's we were, more effective no, than the other. We were on the fence about getting, you know, kids uh, theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, we were going to test, fill out the waters, test the waters a little yeah. bit, just to see what people were experiencing or kids yeah. were experiencing but i guess eventually we maybe we will get it i mean my oldest already had covid 
Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, apparent, supposedly those antibodies last for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how, yeah. how it goes. I don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely check on that. I don't know. I don't know. It, I haven't seen, you know, a lot of negative reports, you know, with kids having gotten the boost or the vaccine. Um, I haven't. Um, at this point, but I mean, it's not like it's not out there. You know, there's there's stories oh, yeah. out there that you can yeah, find, yeah. whatever. But yeah, man, uh, you know, if it's um, you know if it's something that you feel you need to get, you know, or you need to get for your kids, get it, and oh, yeah. and obviously talk to the doctor because yeah. with our daughter, you know, if our, with our daughter, we were sort of hesitant at first because you know she has food allergies, which you know initially she couldn't get some regular vaccines because. Uh, or like the flu vaccine and stuff like that because you know some of her allergens were in those vaccines yeah, or a right, part of them right. but you know our allergist was like no nah, she could take it you know and and apparently at that point you know they had a ton of kids who had taken the booster you know uh, up to the time that we had asked her or not taking the booster but taking their uh, you know both doses and and we're fine you know no allergic reaction so i'm happy you know that she didn't have a bad reaction to the first shot and actually after she got her shot she went like straight to like dance class so that's cool she was fine um so yeah man um she'll get her second dose here within the next couple of weeks i'll be getting my booster this week and then i need to get my flu shot sometime the next few days too so yeah i gotta do that i'm the only one in the whole house that doesn't have a flu shot yeah, you know it's so so weird, man. Because I didn't start getting flu shots until I moved to Texas, and my job started offering free free flu shots. And I yeah, was just like, yeah, eh, I may as well get it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I never got I, the flu until I start getting a flu shot. Then I start. Getting is that the right? Flu. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so weird. I got it, and I have not gotten it since I've gotten the flu shot. So I mean, I think I don't know. I think with a lot of these vaccines, and obviously, you know, it's it's. Honestly, with any kind of sickness, it is just like, it's like you never know. Like, mm-hmm. you never know if you're going to get it. Like, it just happens, right? Or you're in a group of people or, you know, around people that are sick or whatever. And, like, you don't know and, like, you get sick. Yeah. Like, I saw, I heard this girl in the store yesterday. Like, she sneezed. I swear she sneezed, like, four or five times in a row. She was on the aisle, I think, like, two aisles down or something like that. But it sounded like she was sneezing out her <laughs> whole insides. And I was like, we're going to avoid that, avoid that yeah, aisle that- if we can. But, um... But, you know, with some of these vaccines, like, I think it is, uh, and what I've heard with the COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. how your body reacts to it is more based on your blood type. I think some blood types have no reaction, and some people with certain blood types have had a reaction, and that's, like, been documented, um, and I didn't have a reaction, and, yeah, and apparently my blood type, you know, was one of the blood types that wouldn't, you know, didn't have a negative reaction, so, I don't know, man, it just depends. Yeah, it I'll just see. depends. I'll see. What amazes me is that I've seen people sneeze and cough with their mask on their chin, and then right mm-hmm. after they do that, then they put it over the nose. <laughs> like, ah, sometimes I just, Clients. I just wonder. I just wonder about the intelligence of people. I mean, at the some point, sense. you just gotta, you just gotta know that everybody's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, okay, I'm just going to assume that everyone's stupid. stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm just assuming that everybody's stupid until you prove otherwise. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I've seen that before, too. 
people with their mask down on the chin just coughing and sneezing away and just leave it there I'm just like but yeah and then they look around oh oh okay yeah so speaking of um when uh when my wife uh let's see here well, my wife, uh, when we were waiting at like the like at the hospital, like I guess like urgent care waiting room or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it was, a, it was a bunch of random people in there. Nobody was sitting right on top of each other unless you're like family. So, you know, it is what it is. So there was a guy who showed up, and I guess he recognized one of the other guys who was there. So he started talking to him, you know, sort of across the room, and and you know, and the guy's like, "Oh, what are you in here for?" And this guy was like, "Oh, you know, man, the past you know two three months." I just been feeling really bad, like just feeling like sick, like weird, you know, like all. Oh, it's just I just been feeling like low energy and like all this other, just not feeling really good at all. And it's like you know coughing and you know like you know sometimes I get a fever and like all this stuff and it's like I'm just you know and and he's looking around. He's like and he he's like talking to dude like holding his mask down, right? He's talking to him and he's like and I don't think it's COVID. But we going out of town, and like as he said that, he's looking around the room, right? I don't think it's COVID. Like looked me dead in the eye. I was like, this fool. And and he was, he was like, but we're going out of we're going out of the country next week, so I just want to make sure, mm, you know. Okay. And I was like, first of all, you've been having these sick symptoms, and you're not checking for it out. months now or weeks, whatever. You haven't gotten it checked out. Obviously, you're one of these like anti-vax fools because. Or something like that. I don't know. Obviously, you're one of these people who don't really care about COVID that much because you're sitting there, you know, saying that it's not COVID, but you're feeling sick and you're about to go out of the country for a few, you know, for a week or two. So, come on, man. And I was like, dude, don't, I don't know. He just, he, I mean, he, he's another fool who just told on himself. If they find out that he had COVID, he told on himself, you know, mm-hmm. and then he won't be able to take his trip when he probably could have got that checked, you know, two months before or whatever it was that he started feeling bad. So, I don't know, man. I just, I don't understand it. I don't know. That's, that's wild. Some people, man. Anyway. Some people. Wow. Anyhow. Did you, you watch the verses this past week with uh, Bone and 3-6 Mafia? I didn't see it. I saw that oh, it was man. on, but I did not wild. get the chance to check it. Wow. They start fighting on stage, man. Oh, I did see the fight, though. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a long fight, but it was, it was a fight. You know, uh, busy, yeah. busy Bone and Juicy J were going back at it, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, a mic got thrown from one side, mm-hmm. and then just start rushing. Both sides just start rushing, you know. Yeah. But it was a, uh, it was great. I thought it, it was probably the best one for me, the best uh, versus because I was a big yeah. Bone fan in high school, big uh, Three Six Mafia fan in high school. College. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm. It's weird, because, like, why are they fighting each other? I mean... Eh, it's isn't, isn't Bone Thugs, like, California, and 3-6 Mafia is, like... Where, where are they from? Um, no, Bone Bone is from uh, Cleveland. Okay, Bone that's right. Cleveland, that's right. Yeah, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know why I thought and California. 3-6 Mafia is from uh, Tennessee. Memphis. That's Memphis right. 10. Um, uh, Tennessee, Ohio, I think they're fairly close. Yeah, you know... Fairly. Yeah, but still, yeah. but still, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect there to be like a like a like a what you call it, like a rivalry, you know? What I'm trying well, to say between it, it happened way back in the day because 
one because if you know both of their styles and their subject matter they're very dark like horrorcore type subject mm -hmm. styles and stuff with way, way back in the day there was some beef because one crew thought that the other crew kind of jacked their style and made it bigger mm -hmm. so I think 3-6 thought that Bone took their their whole vibe and their whole style and whatever oh, got big it. and just yeah. completely jacked it you know yeah. but they just had similar styles and of course you get people in somebody else's ear and they start talking and saying mm -hmm. stuff and things happen but yeah it was it was wild it was a yeah. it was a great great matchup and they they came together at the end and you know apologies were were given out and stuff so yeah it's a it, it was what it was man but it was a good showing it was a great showing lots of guest appearances from Chameleonaire made a guest appearance on stage mm -hmm. you know who were riding dirty um, with, yeah. with yeah. Crazy Bone so that was that was good to see Chameleonaire back in the scene you know on stage rapping again. So uh, yeah. that little flip, a lot of Houston people came on stage. That's cool. Of, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah, Let's see if so, I can go back. Is there a way to go back and watch it? Uh, YouTube has the whole the whole video. The whole somewhere. video. Okay. Yeah, I think it's probably like a couple hours yeah. long. Yeah, so. I, I definitely check. I saw that it was live. I saw mm. they were doing verses live. Uh, I saw it on Instagram, but mm. I think I scrolled away from it, um, so I didn't have a chance to watch it. But. Um, yeah, man, but, you know, I don't know. It's funny because, you know, just like we were talking about earlier, mm. they come to fisticuffs, you know what I'm trying to say? If it got to that, you know? Yeah. And these these guys are older now, so, you know, they're not young and, and yeah. as hot-headed as they were before. These dudes know? are, like, late 40s, possibly early 50s, so. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, man. It's not worth it. I think, you know it's what, uh, I'm pretty sure I heard... Uh, that Bone Thugs is coming here to perform with oh, nice. Ice Cube or Dr. Dre? Ice Cube. Okay. That's I think they're coming here like in February. Actually. Nice. So, cool. yeah, so that's, uh, I, and, and yeah, it's like one of these, you know, big amphitheaters that they have here because we'll, mm -hmm. we'll get, you know, we'll get a lot of, we'll get a lot of really good national acts that show up, so, or international acts that show up. Cool. So, yeah, and, and every now and then we get like a really good, you know, rap group or old rap group, you know, or people who are beyond their time, like, you know, when Snoop Dogg showed up, even though he's still rapping. Oh, yeah, went Snoop's to still doing a lot of stuff. Dr. Dre and Cube and stuff like that will always come, so it's mm -hmm. cool. I think Joey Badass came here oh, think, nice. a couple years ago too, I like Joey Badass. and I missed that one. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, it's it's uh, it's interesting. I don't know if I'll be able to go to that Bone concert, uh, but I'd love to. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I'd have been all up in there in high school. Yeah, yeah. I went and to that's the Gangsta thing Boo too. Concert. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Gangsta Boo concert. Like when I was where them dollars old. at? Where them yep. dollars at? I'm oh, mobbing cool. heavy in my Chevy, baby. It's Gangsta Boo. I remember mm. that. Yeah. Gangsta Boo's cool. That the yeah, that was the jam. That was the jam. All right, well, what else we got? Voicemails? Uh, let's go with the voicemails, man. Let's go with yeah. the voicemails. I had wizards in the... <laughs> the wizard wizards. in New Zealand. Yeah, that was... Oh. I didn't even know their wizards were a thing. But okay. apparently there's a wizard of New Zealand, but... 
I don't. I, it's too much of a story for me to even go through. So, yeah, let's just bypass it. Everybody could look up a wizard wow. in New Zealand, the only wizard wow. in the world that's been appointed by the appointed by the city council. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so talk about it. Talk about it because I'm trying to log in because I switched phones. Right. So, so I haven't so, logged into this. Like I said, people, this is a long, super long article about a wizard in New Zealand that has apparently. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me read you the article title. A New Zealand city is taking its official wizard off the payroll after over two decades. So he's been a wizard for two decades performing, uh, quote unquote, miracles type things, performing rain dances and, uh, you know, other acts of wizardry and other wizard like services as part of his promotional work for the city of Church Christ. No, Christchurch. Ooh, I say that backwards. Christchurch, the city of Christchurch, New Zealand. Interesting. And a wizard, Christchurch. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't, I don't know what more I could say about this. Uh, his career spanned from academia to wizardry. <laughs> I just feel wow. like I'm gonna see a Hogwarts in here somewhere. Um, well, you know it's coming. Uh, it's, it's this lot. fool it's look a, like Gandalf. Big, look at that. He does. This fool look know? like Gandalf. Gandalf the Grey. I love his his. Well, it's very pause worthy. I love his staff in hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you try to say that so fast. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I don't. It sounds very questionable, but yeah, I love his. He got a. A long staff in his hand. Yep. Uh, long curly staff. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's a wizard. Ooh. What more can I say? He was a wizard for a couple <gasps> decades. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. I there you go. Just look up a wizard. I don't know yeah. what more to say. The only wizard in the world uh, that's been appointed by the city. Like, I wonder if he it's, actually is doing things that's like, you know, like, make a chicken appear, and then, like, a chicken appears. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, like, is he, uh, like, a magician? I mean, they said you know? something about alchemy in here uh, mm -hmm. somewhere in this long, super long art article. Living in an al alchemical... got a nice Nikon DSLR, too. Look at that thing. Yeah. This dude up here. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he's like an alchemist of some sorts. Uh, yeah. So he noted that this would likely carry in the area of blessings, spells, and curses, and other supernatural matters that are beyond the competence mm -hmm. of mere prime minister. So that's what he was helping out with. Wow. I guess they needed a little bit of extra stuff. Maybe there's a dragon somewhere in New Zealand that's. They need to slay the dragon. Yeah, maybe. They, Who knows? They they need to take the ring to Sauron's eye and, and burn and drop mm -hmm. it in, in the fire. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna like. <laughs> what, what did he do? Did whistle and a big old butterfly came and grabbed him. Or was it a big old eagle? I can't remember. I don't remember. Whatever it was. It was no. It was a moth. He blew a moth into. Or he whispered into a moth's ear. If a moth has ears, the moth flew away came back with a giant 
flying something to grab him off the tower. Yeah, that was in one of those Lord of the Rings. Anyway, That's hilarious. A wizard. There you go. I I I am I'm shook. I really honestly um I really honestly uh you know just want to know if he's like the commissioner of the Quidditch League. You know what I'm trying to say yeah from Harry Potter if they're out there in these streets playing Quidditch and you know he's he's um he's the one that's making the rules. You know, trying to lock the players out from playing Quidditch if they haven't come to a collective bargaining agreement. You know, uh, I want to know if he, you know, is, um, you know, basically going and officiating weddings, mm-hmm. and you know, making sure that you know he's blessing them with wizard, you know, with his wizard hand. Uh, you know, so, so they can have. Would you go a to? Great I know we talked about this long ago. Oh uh, I think one of our early episodes about there being a a black Hogwarts in Wakanda. Would you, if there was a, a Hogwarts, a black Hogwarts, or just a Hogwarts, and you were able to attend that school, <laughs> the Hogwarts of Houston. <laughs> H-Town Hogwarts? H-Town Hogwarts. Same, would you same, attend? Uh, it would be a private school. You'd have to go there. Ward. You'd have to live there. You know? It would I be would a, go. You would go. I would go. You know, I would go just because, hey, you know, you get to learn to be a wizard, like hood wizardry. Like, imagine. Imagine the hood wizardry. You'd have the, like fly, the flying jays. The flying jays, man. You put on them jays and you could you could fly, you could be invisible. I mean, you would you'd be able to jump longer and higher than Mike ever could. Bro, like, imagine. That basketball you know, team? Yeah. Crazy. They had the best basketball team. Imagine like having like your, you know, like your little like magic wand. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And be like, and be like, purple stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like a double cup. <laughs> you just get like, <laughs> right? Purple stuff in a pimp cup. Purple stuff in a pimp cup. Like you know, like you just like, uh, you know. Oh man, just imagine if you had. A candy, a candy red like Crown Vic, oh, or like Eldo, you know. You had like a slab, and you you just like you know learn how to make it fly. You know what I'm trying to say? Or hover, you know. Or you would even have to hit the switches. You would just like have to you know uh, you have to like you know spin your magic wand, and then like trunk would pop. You know what I'm trying to say? Speakers yeah. would come up. And he'd be banging screw. But come the, on, yeah, man. you know the crazy thing about it is, you know, in these Hogwarts, in the, the, the Harry Hogwarts. Potter movies, mm-hmm. you wasn't really supposed to to bring your wizardry out of the school, in mm-hmm. a sense. <laughs> but you know, everybody from the H Town school, the Hogwarts, oh, <laughs> would be We'd using be for finish. all kind of dastardly deeds across <laughs> the city of Houston. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. With the with the way them fools in Houston act, man, the Astros would never lose it. Never lose a World Series, even though they're dirty cheaters. Somebody would um, sneak into the into the into the stadium with their wine. <laughs> Opposing team would be throwing sh- just strike. Well, not strikes, but what they think would be strikes, and then be all balls they'd be throwing, flying, flying out of the stadium. They'd be throwing like BP flat fastball, like like batting practice fastball. Everything would be a home run. The game the game would have to be forfeited during the first inning. 
because the score would be like, you know, 47 to nothing every game. That's what they would do, you know? I'm telling you, man, though, but in H-Town, man, like, they, there would be so much. There would be so much wizardry happening. Like, that whole city would be, like, flipped on its head. Like, it would be insane. I would definitely go to H-Town Hogwarts, you know? H-Town but imagine, Hogwarts. imagine if H-Town Hogwarts got together with, like, Louisiana Hogwarts. Like, what city would you claim? Would you, would you claim Opelousas? Would you claim Lafayette? I mean, that, that's, that's my, I mean if, it was a, if it was a Lafayette Hogwarts... And that would be the school, the only one in the in New the Orleans state. Hogwarts, yeah. I w- and I got accepted. I would definitely try to go. They already be... think they got voodoo down there. You know what I'm trying to say? So true, very y'all true. Y'all would learn. Y'all would learn all. Y'all would learn like the dark arts and the light arts. Y'all would yeah. be knowing all be kinds that, of stuff. Oh man, be the the Slytherin. Uh, mm-hmm. Imagine wow. if every state had their own Hogwarts. You know that would be. Florida would be all over the place. Mm. Florida would be you. You that would be the most unpredictable state of all. <laughs> like you got Florida man, it'd be Florida wizard. Oh no! <laughs> Every news story: Florida wizard <laughs> attacks group of innocent bystanders. Yeah, oh man, that would be Florida wizard insane. takes control of Epcot Center. <laughs> Florida uh, wizard moves into the Walt Disney World castle. Oh man, that would be hilarious. You know, it's it's it would be great, man. I, I think that would be great. I think if the uh, if there was a, if there was a Hogwarts of each state, you know, it would be pretty epic. You know what what they would learn. I mean, in Utah, the Hogwarts here, you know, they would learn how to make fry sauce <laughs> and funeral potatoes. That's what they call it. funeral potatoes. Are basically potatoes are gratin with like hash brown potatoes instead of like sliced potato. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fry sauce is ketchup and mayo mixed together. That's their claim to fame here. That's that's their two food types. <laughs> so yeah, man, um, it would be interesting, man. It would be interesting. Um, I'd be, uh, but actually there's probably is some kind of version of Hogwarts here for the Mormon culture. Those people who are like underground polygamists so it's, it's, already, it's already probably in these it's, streets it's, and we don't it's know it's it. Probably, yeah. You know, that's how they keep that's control of the state government. Anyhow, all right, that's pretty funny. <laughs> all right, on to the voicemails. Yeah, on to the voicemails. So yeah, tell us, tell the people where they can leave us voicemail, Jake. All right, people, three eight five three B L A K P C, or three eight five three two five two five seven two. Excuse me. Where you could uh, give us a little call, let us know what you think. What would your state's Hogwarts look like? What kind of shenanigans would you guys be getting into? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Let us know. Okay, so we have. Oh my. We have one, two. We have nine voicemails. Oh damn. Okay. Because we forgot Thanksgiving week. We have four from that, five from that week alone. So want to go through all of them? Uh, sure. If they're short, yeah. Let's just let, let's just blaze let's through and call it a call it a day. Here we go. Three, two, one. But, um, uh, 
I'm just so disgusted. I'm not disgusted, but I'm just disappointed. And I'm going to call y'all back when I stop being disappointed. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, here we go. I think she calls back right after that. Hey, y'all. So it's me, Kayla. Okay, so the other night I went out. I got with my motorcycle friends, you know, to a birthday party at a motorcycle club. And, you know, I, I must admit, I was cute. You know, had my leather jacket on with my spikes, you know, my boots, you know, had my, you know, little motorcycle tire on, had my, you know, a ride on pearl shirt, because, you know, I have a motorcycle t-shirt line, you know, mm-hmm. I have to represent that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, represent that, you know, Looking cute and stuff, you know. This is a stop sign? No, it's not a stop sign. Is this a stop sign? Hold on, y'all. So, anyways, how many minutes I get? Let's see. I don't know. It may hang up. Anyway, this guy, you know, he's sitting, he comes to the table, he's friends with somebody. Because the birthday girl, and he's uh, sitting, you know, he sits beside me, and, you know, I've seen him before, you know, no biggie. And um, he said, hey, I've been meaning to, I've been looking for you, that's the, the, the line, uh, for a shirt. I want this shirt. I said, well, I, I have a store. I have an online store. I don't, you know, have the shirts on me. It's just real easy to have an online store because you can just go and order what you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you order Harley Davidson stuff for your bike and Harley, you know, stuff like that. Okay, I don't know if my man's running out, so I'm gonna call you back. Mm-hmm. It's like the longest story ever, Kayla. <laughs> okay, that's me again. Okay, so it's Kayla. Hey, y'all. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm telling him where to get the stuff shirt at, and I knew who he was. So, so, you know, he pulled out a picture that he took on Bill Street of me and some, some of his friends. He was like, you remember that picture? I was like, yeah, he was like, you know, I still got that picture. I was like, oh, wow. And um, so I, I get up and I say, hey, can you watch the table? Because everybody else is on the dance floor and I, and I got to go to the bar because they were selling some five-fried chicken. Well, that chicken was good. I only had two pieces, y'all. I only had the flats, okay? Calm down. So anyways, he said, oh, you want me to, you know, uh, God at the table, you want me to guide you? And I'm like, <laughs> no, just God at the table, you're so silly. <laughs> so people come back to the table and they said, Al, you still here? And he said, yeah, man, I, I can't seem to leave, man. She, uh, man, I'm single, I wonder if she's playing. You know, I really, man, I like where I'm sitting right now. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Girl, you need to charge this phone, girl. <laughs> Got to charge your phone. All right.
like, well, you know, you know, I know you're single and everything, and every time you meet somebody, and I'm like, I ain't in no hurry, I'm not going to be like a desperate, you know, when it happens, it'll happen, you know, that's my thing, is when it happens, it'll happen, you know, you don't, I ain't, you know, I'm not in a hurry, okay? So the fifth in a five-part miniseries. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, the Willie Whacker. Uh, wow. That's yeah, funny. we just uh, we just binge listened to the five part series of uh, Kayla's uh, dating experience. 
that she does not want to turn into a dating experience, apparently. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's that's it, it's the funny bill, but you know, like it's uh, wasn't there a song called like the same girl or something like that where you know everybody knew this, everybody hooked up with this same girl, you know? I Seems wouldn't like be the same dude. There was, there yeah. is. Same girl, same girl. I can't remember who sings it now. Maybe an hmm. Usher song. I can't remember. It's not that old. Not that old. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the same dude. The same dude. And, yeah, I don't know, Kayla. I don't know why people out there, you know, sending pictures of their Will Kelly. Or Jimmy yeah. Johnson. What do you know? R. Kelly you and go. Usher. Man. So now Usher is questionable, huh? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I guess there's, there's not been those claims by him, but you never know. Um, yeah, but I don't know why why people think it's uh, you know a good thing to send a picture of their Willie Whacker <laughs> or their Jimmy Johnson <laughs> uh, or their Mary Poppins. <laughs> I think those are all hilarious ways to call it. So man, I don't know. I think it's I think it's sort of ridiculous. I think it's desperate, you know. But then again, for some people, it's like, hey, I'm putting it out there, throwing down the gauntlet. If you like it, you like it. If you don't. Swipe the other direction. I'll, oh I'll, man, this this is funny because I'm reading the same girl lyrics and then just thinking about the whole R. Kelly case and these lyrics are just <laughs> so they're so questionable because oh man, I, all I see is cribs and do she got kids? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, same girl. Yeah. All right. On to the next one, I guess. Want to introduce you to this girl. Mm-hmm. Think I really love this girl. Yeah, man, she's so fine. Straight up dog. She stands by five four. Coca Cola, Red Bone. She drive a black Durango. License plate say Angel. Tattoo on her ankle. Plus she's making pesos. Uh, and I call her TT. Man, you know what, R. Kelly, you you bad man. You bad. Anyway. I'm gonna just let that go. Okay, <laughs> next voicemail. Man, it's me. I'm 
Reminds me of some some uh, apartments in like parts of town in Houston, like Acres Homes and other places like that. That were places where you know it always just seemed like bad stuff was going down there. So they never I don't, I don't think they ever shut the area down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's that is crazy. But you know, I mean, if it's like Section Eight housing, if it's like government like like funded and mandated ho- or whatever housing. Can't be acting a fool up there, cause they, the government, will shut that down with the quickness. You know, crazy. Wow. All right, here we go. November twenty-eighth. R. Kelly. Uh oh. Uh, okay, so this is me, Kayla. Uh, um, I seen y'all post about. Would you let somebody pee pee on you? <laughs> like that video of that lady singing and peeing in a man's face when he was down that sport. At first, I was like, no, that's not real, that's not real, that's not real. That's a lot of she got mm-hmm. on her leg or something and a little foot and a little holes. But people are nasty. And people have been doing golden showers for years. That's our Kelly. Um, but. Wow. I don't know if you want to call that a, a golden shower. I think you should call it golden mouthwash. I don't know if that's your, that folks in hell no. Um, if that folks your boat, you know, hey, but uh, pee is urine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That your body has to release? Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Um, disgusting. Um, hell no, you couldn't give me the, all the money in the world. So don't mess like that. I'm sorry. Hey, child. Disgusting. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, that's, that's, that's your phone connection, Kayla. You need to get that together. Okay. <laughs> she called us back. Google Voice is not the problem. Watch his mouth. Well, I'm giving you 10 seconds. 
What you got? Ten, what you got? Seven, eight. Uh, Samuel Jack. Uh, wait, what? Samuel. Five, okay. Four, three, two, one. It is Samuel L. Jackson. Snakes on the plane. Shut your mouth. As soon as he said voice out his snakes, he hates snakes. I figured it. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't think about it. Not yeah. until she said he had a, you know, potty mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couldn't take him to church. Yeah, it was good though. It was a good one. It was a good one. All right, here we go. Oh, no, I don't know, Paul. Sound like you got the full weekend. Not us. Uh, uh, but that is saying something. It is. After four days, that is saying something. It's like going into a thrift store and making sure the shirt, your clothes, and the that you guys thank you. Oh Lord, I was better with Tunes the Cat sitting on my car. Tunes the Cat. Oh, At least he didn't pop right from my damn car. Oh. What happened I'm just to that thinking kid? while I'm driving. I will talk to you guys later. Oh Lordy, Lordy. <laughs> I'm better. She got to see her ex, but she just deactivated. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Let's say we have two more. So here's one from not Memphis Diva. We have a new correspondent. Oh, awesome. Cancel dogs. Cancel demon. It's your guy. Jado Negro for the Don't Judge Me podcast. And I was just listening to episode 202, Don't Go Chasing Golden Waterfalls, which is half the title. I was just listening to the episode and I heard Gene mention that his dentist Oh, man. 
Well, oh, that's, 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 that's great to know. I I wasn't a, uh, you know, it's funny because I went back to the dentist this past week. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? He says it again. Man, this guy has great saliva reproduction. <laughs> and then the girl that was operating on, he was like, wow, he has a lot of spit just leaking out. And I keep sucking on it with my little tool. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I can't think of the right. I can't think of alternative words to to use for what she said. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for that in- information. I'm, I'm glad to know my saliva is of great use. There you go. To me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You got good good saliva reproduction. Really good right. saliva reproduction. No little boosy badasses for me. That's funny. All right. Thank you, Jay Del Negro from the Don't Judge Me podcast. Hopefully, Nigel has navigated his way through the dark web um, without having to use that pocket knife. All right. Here we go. Next up. Last last voicemail. Three, two, one. crazy i have not i did not hear about the plumber who yeah uh, i, I read about it yesterday uh, yeah i don't i just saw that that happened i don't i don't know like extreme details but i did hear about that happen that would be a uh, pretty fire if uh you know be a plumber and you find a bunch of money behind the wall mm-hmm. it's like do you tell somebody or do you keep it yeah that's crazy um or do you just up your feet yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, man. Um, obviously, you got to tell somebody about it. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out how and when the money, how the money got stuck there in the walls, and was the church claiming? Because you know this is Joel Osteen church, so it's all, it's it's not. I don't know. It's there's a lot of fakeness up in that place. 
but uh, it was, did the church ever claim that they lost money or they, you know, something like that? Or was it one of the people who took the money and hid it there to one day go back and get it? Or is it the time capsule and they just put the money in there and they're like, one day in the future, people are gonna find this money and you know, like, whatever. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Hey. Mm. I do not know. $600,000 in checks and cash Disappa- disappeared from the church safe in 2014. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's the same cash, same thing. Possible. Mm. It's crazy. See, 500 envelopes fell out the wall. Wow. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Woo! Well, you know what? If you find that stuff, you know, you make the decision. But if it's in a business like that, you probably want to tell them. So, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, well, uh, on that note, dang, we've been doing this a long time today. Long time. We got to get these down. Uh, I got to get the chitch. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell the people they can find it. All right, people, Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pie. Find us on all your social media stream, uh, not social media, but your podcast streaming platforms. You can email us, hashtag blackoutpie to gmail.com or give us a call, 3853BLAKPC or 3853252572. Don't forget to hook you up, get some hooks to hook up your Christmas dinner and your whatever other dinners you got going on. Get some of that hooks mm-hmm. and uh, make your life a little better, you know? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Log- yes. Went and dropped off at two new stores this week, man. So, nice, trying to grow, nice, trying to nice, grow, nice. trying to grow. Slowly but surely. Yeah. For sure. And then you have it. 203? Is that 203? It is 203. 203, the episode. Mm-hmm. 203. 203. Yeah. Uh, definitely get this out to you soon. Yes, indeed. Alright, and there's only a few more days left to order something and get it there on time for Christmas, so don't forget that. Um, don't forget to make sure to get something for your family and your... <laughs> yeah, man, on that note, I'm blacking out.